will tell you something about that, which is that I'd never heard of these guys before. Shout. Never. But we're live, by the way. But I'll stop tapping the table. That'd be good. Um, yeah, you're a little rusty, buddy. Well, thanks for telling me. Mid sentence. To be f to be fair, you were well. The mic just went hot. I mean, we we don't have to use this necessarily. I don't know if we will. But you were, to your credit, putting out fires left and right before we started the pod. It's good to have you back, sir. But no, no. Yeah, dude. I was gonna say something. I don't know when the last time I actually came to a pod in person, but uh, no one does that anymore. I feel like we're in a time warp right now, just figuring out tech issues. When I was, I was saying, who's the podcaster here? Me or you? I don't know. But yeah, but the production value has gone up <laughs> substantially. Yeah, it's it's great actually. The the lighting and the. The mics where we're not kind of like bending down to like our table looking like like Bellotti. How nice must a taste of water be after uh, that bender in Vegas? Hey, buddy. I did not drink enough water this weekend. In the desert. I did of not. Of all places. In the desert. It was fucking cold, by the way. But regardless, I did not. I did not drink enough water. I was shocked to hear that. I was shocked to hear that you... The weather or the yeah. water part? No, 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 no. I'm not <laughs> shocked, about, be shocked the about the water neglect. I'm shocked about the weather in Vegas. You were saying it was like 10 degrees, which for the American contingent, 10 times 2 plus 32. It's like 50 degrees, like 50, 55 degrees outside. Yeah, nice fall weather. I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We brought the cold weather uh, from uh, beautiful Montreal where the fucking streets are gross right now. Yeah, man. You were telling me that there's... <laughs> so, Peels, Peels... Is this true? So, your dad sent you an article just now as, as we were about to get on started that Peel's going to be reduced to one lane. Is it just Peel? Which is a big street in downtown Montreal. Yeah, just the Peel Street in downtown Montreal. The, uh, the, the current Montreal mayor basically wants downtown Montreal to be like Amsterdam. She She's wants a it to be. Hippie. She wants it to be the greenest downtown in like... I don't know. I was just reading the article and all of urban like urban north america i don't know but uh yeah it's just gonna cause a lot more fucking havoc and problems and uh and 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 the usual the usual in downtown montreal downtown sam honestly i was just talking to, to uh some of my buddies that i went on uh that i went on on my trip with uh one of them doesn't live at home anymore the other one still does and we we're just like reminiscing about um about like suburban life and and how when I moved out, when I went down, downtown Montreal, just like, just the shit that you, just the shit that you see, man. Just fucking hobos, like, whacking off in a corner or just like a, a fucking guy passed out drunk, like, it's like a, on, in the old, on the old port of Montreal. It's like, a, it's like an Omegle um, chat <laughs> in real life. I haven't heard, I haven't heard Omegle or Omegle? Omegly. <laughs> That's what I used Omegly. to call it. I think it's Omegle. Um, but, um... Yeah, downtown Montreal. Good place, good place. Well, that's just downtown anywhere, bro. That's just any urban center. Like, I don't know, the mayor of Montreal is nuts. She's a, she's a fucking hippie. Like, she, the problem is she lives in the plateau, probably, if I had to guess, which is, like, it, I mean, every city has that. In New York, it's Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Or at least in, in Brooklyn, it's Williamsburg. In, in New York, I don't fucking know where it is. At one point, I think it was Greenwich Village. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not well-traveled enough to, to, to start spewing off hip communities in every single major metropolitan city across North America. Um, but, 
I, I mean, everyone fucking knows Williamsburg. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully that paints a fucking picture. She lives in that area. That's that's where she lives. She wants to fucking in her mind that is Montreal. Hipster, hipster. Yeah, but that is so. Here's the problem: when you live in the hipster neighborhood, which again every urban center has, is you start to believe that the city, your city, your reality is that hipster neighborhood, and you think that. I mean, you should like like listen. Everyone thinks that the way they live typically is the best. And I think there's this natural inkling to want to just just force other people to do exactly what we do. We see it with vaccines and shit, you know, do what I did or don't do what I did or do what I didn't do, I should say. Bro, I've noticed myself doing that now with like the UFC. Like I think everyone should start MMA with me now. And so many guys just don't want to hear it. And I think, I think it's just- been less than two weeks since you sent me like that exact text. Like let's... Go do let's go do MMA at a gym that's like forty minutes away from you, Nick. That you're gonna have to drive through in traffic at inconvenient times. Let's go, let's do it. Let's go do it. No, I'm fully on board now, man. <laughs> I just I, how I, jealous are you that I was consuming. in Vegas during like what was I um hearing a big fight? Like, it was I mean, a I'm good. A, that was a good card. Yeah, I I paid for the pay per view on that one, and I mean I I download illegally like everyone else normally, but the, I I don't know. You're really risking it, man, when you do it for a big fight like that. It tends to lag like fuck when Jorge Masvidal's fighting or when Conor McGregor's fighting or when Israel Adesanya's fighting or when a Diaz brother is fighting. So I, I paid for it. Like I, I had to watch. And here's here here was the biggest kick in the nuts um, of your whole uh, your whole bender and your whole your whole, you know, gambling tailspin that you went in that you went into on the weekend um, is, is the fact that I could have got you out of the hole and you were too drunk to get to a bookie and use my parlay. You don't, okay, wait, wait. First, you don't have to go to a bookie in Vegas. There's sports books everywhere, first of all. Well, right, but who? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, yeah, no, Sam, Sam thinks no, it's like no, old-timey no. Vegas where no, you got to no. go to like a corner of a street, Imagine. look for a guy with a fedora, and, and, and be like, hey, What a buddy. business. What <laughs> a weird, what a crazy Can't business. Can I play some bet? <laughs> no, what a crazy fucking business. Remember The Godfather? You Have you seen The Godfather yet? Jesus yes, Christ. yes, of course, of course. Remember they set up Carlo Connie's husband with the bookie? That's where Sonny goes and beats him up. He's right. just chill. Like his life, that's his life. That's him at work. He's just standing outside like... Standing outside his bookie, it, it looks like an ice cream parlor on the outside, and he's just got like, he's got like a, he's smoking a cigarette, and he's got like a baseball bat in his hand, and he's leaning on the bat. I think. What a career, huh? But no, you're you credit to you. You're right. I I and I did go and verify. I wanted to see if maybe you were just bullshitting. We're like, oh, I went four for four, like and me not going to look and be like, damn. Sam, well, I just made. Sam's I just good. told you what. I just told you what picks. No, I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't even play it. Yeah, no, you were right. Just, you, to be I, fair, I, I did. Gambling, to be fair, just, to be fair, I did win a bet the following day on on Milan beating Napoli, and that that was a nice win. That was a nice win. So, yeah, no credit to you. You know your shit in MMA. You definitely do, and you're gonna want everyone to do it with you. I like, see it already. Like, and and so that's the thing. So, but the point is, like, no, nah, she she she's gonna she's gonna fucking. I think she's gonna keep doing that. I mean, it's. And again, I don't even I don't give a shit. I don't well, yeah, I mean, look, we're getting we're getting sh- gives a shit in, about in, the mayor of Montreal. In, I don't even like I, I don't I live in Montreal. I don't even care about the fucking mayor of Montreal. You know, well, like, we heard it in the right in the but, greater Montreal area, the suburbs and stuff. We're getting these 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 this trade network, right? And she didn't want parking, right? She didn't want parking at these at these train stations in suburban areas of Montreal, right? So why? of course, because cars, yeah, cars and be green, right? Oh, so so your nice. ideology, it's, her ideology is not even like just for the city center. It's Look, whatever. Obviously, uh, and being environmentally friendly is, is is cool and all, but like, there's a, there's a line to draw there when stuff becomes fucking like impractical to the point where it's like, what are we, are we are we really tackling like 
ecological issues or are we making it look like we are like a, a train is alleviating people needing to drive all the way downtown like they can't drive two minutes to their local train station they gotta fucking they gotta walk there like yeah, in minus 30 degree weather in like january why don't we why don't we make it more difficult for people to take the communal the, the communal fucking Makes transportation absolutely option. no sense dude you want to hear the mother of all conspiracies this is one of the worst i've heard in a while i don't even i don't even in montreal or like in general no this is this is broad here Okay. So what do you notice about the price of gas? Skyrocketing. Right. Because of the fact that Russia supplies a ton and of gas. Funny, funny side note. Right. I saw a tweet, uh, a, a screenshot from the movie I Am Legend, right, with Will Smith when, like, the world was ending. And the gas prices in USD per gallon in that movie were less than they are right <laughs> now in, in a movie when the world was ending. So just to paint a picture. Uh, so, so Wild. So I mean, obvi- So we know, obviously, all these fucking world leaders are uh, in cahoots, right? They all go to Davos and they all go to fucking, you know, they go to these crazy conventions and they, they, uh, you know, they meet and they've got it out for us. And everything is, everything is, a, you know, everything is a stage. Nothing, all the world's a stage. Everything is fucking, you know, everything is, everything is all theater. And uh, I mean, that again, the idea of of this. Theory I heard is that uh, Putin is in cahoots with the West. He's in cahoots with everyone. What I he's love doing the way you is, just said his name, by the way. <laughs> you said it like a. You just said it like a. Putin. Whether you're like a CNN or and it doesn't matter what news network, any American news network saying Putin. <laughs> that was just incredible. I'm sorry. Putin that's the, that's the, is in cahoots out. with the West, purportedly, and the theory is, again, this is what some people have said. It's not me saying it. It's what. I've heard people say is that uh, he's trying to drive the prices of gas up to nudge, just a little nudge, just, just to nudge people toward electric vehicles because you see electric vehicles are machines that could be maneuvered and could be stopped <laughs> and can be taken over. <laughs> so if everyone's driving an electric vehicle, he can just press a the button power on grid, the motherboard. Well, it's not just him, anyone who's he, the big brother can shut the power grid down <laughs> and all of a sudden you're fucked. You're, pu- you're, you're, you're stranded. It sort of just just pushes people in that direction. So, so here's the thing. Whether or not that's true, I realize that I realized something, which is that in 70 years, gas cars are going to be illegal and you're going to have people like they want to hold on to their fucking AR-15s because they want... You know, Sam, early, you want to be able to defend I'm, themselves? I'm going to correct you. you earlier than that, in, uh, at least locally. I'm in, just, I'm picking. In, in Quebec, buddy, in Quebec, in Quebec, we're not even going to have, in our the current province that we live in, you're not allowed, You're not going to be allowed to have gas cars after 2030. I think you're not going to be able to buy them, but I think you could still own okay, them. Okay, Right? Okay. So I'm saying like way down the line. Some guy is just going to take his, gas, his gas-driven car to like the grave, like drive it for 45 <laughs> years. Well, here's the thing. That it's possible. Now the problem is planned it's gonna be, obsolescence. It's going to be right? you. It's going to be you because of the conspiracy theory. <laughs> no, no. You'd be driving that Honda Civic. Wait, is it's going to have three wheels. I, this, is it that crazy a fucking idea? Am I that nuts to well, say? First of all, I want a gas car. I want a gas car that. You no, know, but like just like you have like an emergency food supply, it's not that crazy to have an emergency vehicle. Just buy a gas a gas powered car right now. You leave it in your garage. You never touch it until. Well, you're going to have some until, people that are vehemently Putin, that are, are going to be holding holding on to it until. Until 
they fucking have yeah, to pull it away from them. Man. While hilarious, people will defend their cars with their guns. While hilarious, um, not every electric car is like a Tesla and connected to like a cellular network, right, or whatever. Not yet. So not yet. Again, but when you're going to buy a Toyota Prius at your local uh, dealership off the highway, it's not. Uh, it's not linked to. Uh, it's not linked to uh, Elon satellites, you know. So that that's debunked right there. But great, great conspiracy. I love it though. I really do. You imagine just like Larry David on curb driving his fucking Prius in like 2001 before it was cool. He was like the first guy to do it. He, he was did? Always, yeah, he was always driving electric cars oh, on I curb. No I idea. think he was always in, no matter, like, I think even though he was basically, he was almost a billionaire, he was driving electric cars. You imagine, <laughs> you imagine. I had no idea. You imagine, that would be a good episode of Curb. Just him somehow, just the fact that he's always driven electric cars somehow leading to something Come into a head to do Catastrophe. With, with 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 that, yeah. Just the power grid being shut down. Him saying, "I've been driving electric cars for the last thirty years." I don't know. I could see it, dude. I fucked up my knee so bad the other day. So so I have. Um, I didn't show you. But I have a, I have an anonymous brutal. source that I know that plays with you, who I mentioned to him that uh, I, I was seeing you tonight about. and that he would tore about. your ACL and it was it was news to him. So I, I didn't tell you to. I tore my ACL. You, you did. No, I did. <laughs> I almost certainly did it. I you I did. might have said I might have said You're like I think I tore I think my I ACL. <laughs> I might have. Sorry, I think dude. I forgot an important word, dude. So I finished the game. No, by the way, welcome to the show. Fuck, we're we're like fifteen minutes in, but welcome welcome back to the cultural podcast. Nick Gentiletti, Sam Adamo coming at you. Episode one sixty two, bitches, you freaks. What's going on? Gentiletti has no idea what he's walked back into, man. Um, you know, this is kind of like when you see your, uh, you know, you, you have your little, um, you have your little toddler, right? And then they, 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 they start growing up and they go to elementary school and they're, they're still kind of cool with you dropping them off at the front door. But as they get a little bit older, it's like, okay, like, you know, thanks. You could drop me off over here. I'm going to walk down the street. And then eventually it's like, oh fuck, I, I don't recognize him anymore. I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't recognize my little baby anymore. That's what this is. That's what this pod has kind of become. Not that you would know because you don't really listen. No, I don't. Uh, but, um, I don't. I didn't. I never listened to us when 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 we would pod either. Um, but it's not. Well, I would have hoped that was because you, you didn't have I, such I, I an ego that clips. you didn't want to live. I, no, I watch all the clips. I watch all. I watch all the clips. I watch all the clips. I've been slacking don't. on the clips actually the last couple of weeks, but we're we're film. I I fucking I set up the camera and shit and the lights every week just to just to shame myself to think that I would go through the entire process of filming an entire podcast and not clipping anything because I know eventually I'm gonna have to. And by the way, me bringing it up on the podcast now is like putting it out there. So now there's gonna be like I'm gonna shame myself into having to do it unless this never makes it in. I'm and going I, and I would be the only one. No, no, it's it's 100 percent gonna. We, we we nothing gets cut, man. This is a free flowing thing. That was, by the way, that's a new thing. That that's a new thing. There's barely any. There's barely any edits anymore. It's just from start to finish, stop, start, or start, stop. That's it. What's it's newer, that or the sunglasses? Because I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I feel the like an absolute douchebag right the now. Sunglasses but I'm enjoying have it. to stay. They have to stay. It's too bright on here. Well, I, I, you know, all this lighting. I, well, I did, fast. I did it once because I was stoned on the first episode that I that I filmed. So I put on sunglasses because it was bad. It was down bad. And people said they liked it, so I kept it. But so um, now people just think you're stoned every episode, or it's just the thing now. It's just a stoned thing that people life. have to accept. But what the fuck was I saying, dude? So um, I, I was I was in goal. By the way, didn't want to play goal at all in the winter. But our goalkeeper is, <laughs> of course, this is just classic Sunday league. The goalkeeper is always the least reliable player on the team. A am I wrong? Classic. Am I wrong? 
No, you're not. You and just made, be, made it be known that you were the goalkeeper of of our team the last season we all played as a team. I was reliable, except for the fact that I traveled the whole last <laughs> summer. It's true. How many times did Ali have to go in goal? We One call too up, many. I stopped showing up. Call a big pot. Um, it's it's true. Jesus Christ, it's fucking true. Um, so I was in goal. Didn't even want to be in goal. There was a ball at one point that got lobbed up. And you, you know, like, sometimes when a ball will be going, um, I don't know, it'll be kind of moving in a way where uh, you, you see this in a match sometimes where the ball looks like it's probably going over the goal, but you're not sure. So what the goalie will do, what the goalkeeper will do is he'll kind of go on his goal line and he'll just jump, jump with his arms up, right? I kind of did that, but the ball was moving in the air, so I kind of lost track of it. So I kind of had to pivot. And in the process of turning back to jump for the ball, uh, I jumped into the post. And no. Me, boom. Like, like, it was fucking bad, dude. So I, I went down. I finished the game. and Anyone laugh? I mean, that's Yeah, like, people thought it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> jumping into a was, post. What wasn't funny, I'll tell you what wasn't funny, was when one guy on our team, there's a guy on our team, like, okay, so, so you, know, you know how fucking, this won't mean anything to anyone listening, but you know how, like, Wadzi... Will, who's been on the podcast, uh, Apollo. So, you know what? Z will fucking take a ball uh, in his own half. He'll beat three guys, but he'll keep his head down and he'll never shoot. Mm-hmm. He's one of those guys. Again, there's again every fucking one of these teams has, every one of these fucking Sunday League's men, men's league teams, they all have a guy like this, bro. The guy that never shoots on goal, despite us fucking pleading him to, never does, always passes it off. Always, he's afraid to shoot. Seven aside, bro. You're 10 yards out, but it feels like you're outside the box so you don't shoot. Always lays it off. Dude, at one point, after my knee got so badly fucking mangled, he fucking hits me a back pass, a terrible back pass. Normally, I would be able to get it, right? No. But my mobility was very severe. <laughs> like a cripple, bro. First of all, I'm laughing because the guy, because simultaneously, as this is all happening, it's like the joke is playing out of my head where I'm like, holy shit, he's, a, he's fucking, even if I save this, even if I prevent this from going in, which I probably will, I think. The fact that he's even putting me in the shit with my knee as bad as it is now. And the fact that he's almost going to score on his own goal when he hasn't had a shot on the opposition's goal all year is hilarious. It's poetic. It's, and sure. So, but because this is all happening, warp speed in my brain, because I just fucking process information so quickly, I start to laugh as I'm struggling physically to get to the ball. And I just, I just, I fall just short and it trickles on in. The game was like, it was already 4-1 at that point. <laughs> I made, like, I made like eight saves. We lost the game like 5-1. And I was playing on one leg, baby. But dude, it was so swollen, bro. And I, I, was, I was petrified. I thought cartilage... ACL, MCL, fucking... Uh, last week, I, I made a joke on Twitter about the fact that Kyle George uh, tore his patella tendon. So I was sure that Karma had issued me uh, a fucking... You Revenge. Know, a, a motherfucker of a blow. Yeah, exactly. But I, I don't know. Like, it's weird. Because what, what you do is, when you have an injury of any kind, when you're hurting, if you have... It's kind of like when you had a cold or when you had a cough... In the last two years, you would think it was COVID, and then you'd wake up and be like, "Ah, it's fine. I'm young. I don't need, you know, fuck it. You know, I, if I get COVID, it's not a big deal." Then you'll kind of go to bed and you'll be like, well, "Let me look up some symptoms online real quick." And then as you do, you're like, "Oh shit, you know what? COVID. Oh, fuck. You know, maybe it could be bad for the heart long term. Fuck. I hope I don't have COVID. What if I have COVID? Holy shit! You know, it's what you do. You when you have an injury, you kind of go through these like roller coaster of emotions where you're like, "Is it anything bad? Is it not?" 
So I, I, dude, at one point I fucking almost had a panic attack thinking like I was gonna, like, I thought I was fucking done. I thought I did my knee in like two nights ago because as I was going to bed, like I amputated to, level. No, like, but like I thought I did it in. I thought I couldn't play sports anymore. So, so I, you were then, you were then, you were on the brink of thinking that you were that guy that was like, oh man, that injury. Yes. That, <laughs> that injury, I didn't want to be that, that injury guy. stopped me from, so swollen, from late bro. blooming into semi-pro. Or just, just, just you don't want to, you don't want to be the guy who says he can't run because he has a bad knee. You don't want to be that guy. So, I feel you. So here's the fuck, here's the kicker, bro. Uh, our free, the free fucking healthcare in Canada that everybody raves about sucks. I mean, it does. It's free. That's about the only thing that's good about it. But if you try getting an appointment somewhere, I mean, this is what you get when you don't pay for shit, right? It's it's garbage. So I couldn't get an appointment. I think specifically at a where we live too, it's probably worse, probably than than on other places of Canada. But yeah, for sure, it certainly sucks in Quebec, man. Yeah. So it's brutal yeah. to get an appointment. I couldn't get an appointment yeah. at a clinic, so I'm like, I don't know when I'm gonna get seen. I fucking have to. I thought I had to get like the fluid drained from my knee because I looked on YouTube and shit and that's what Oh I I yeah you okay so I was you've seen those videos. Nasty. So Nasty. that's what I thought I needed. So bro today I actually was able to go in and see a specialist because yesterday, Monday, we're recording this on Tuesday the eighth. So yesterday Monday I fucking uh I'm like listen, this is bad. I I, I speak to my network, I speak to the lady, I speak to my uh, my parents, because God bless my girlfriend, she woke up at like 7 in the morning and she tried calling a couple clinics to get me in that day. Nothing, nothing. She's like demoralized because, she, yeah, whatever, she, she worries about me. And because the, the front is broken, you know what I mean? You always, you know, you always got to put on a brave face. <laughs> the veil was gone. I was like, my knee's toast. I'm never going to be able to roll jujitsu again. I rolled once and I'm toast. So my dad, who's on, so our dad's actually met on the board of a hospital foundation. It's like, before we were even in school together, we knew each other kind of through our fathers as we were kind of playing soccer together. We went to church together and shit. But my dad's still on the board. I don't know if yours, I, I don't know if your dad is still on the board. I don't think so. Well, and the lady that runs it, okay? The lady that runs this shit, I think my dad put a call into her and said, listen, my son is fucked up. I think he needs an x-ray. Now bear in mind, it was very fucking swollen on Sunday night and kind of a bit yesterday on Monday. So she puts me in with an orthopedic surgeon today, with an orthopedist. So I'm like, okay, I'm calm now. In the morning, I'll go get it checked out. Dog, I fucking walk in there today, man. And they order an x-ray. By the way, so it's like, it's, it's in Cote de Neige. So it's this, like, it's this like immigrant clinic. A lot of Jews, but like poor Jews. Not like, not like the well-to-do types who are educated. The ones who kind of look downtrodden with the kippah. Like, I, I don't know, like, like. Like, like they resent everything and the self-deprecation is very strong. That type. Like, <laughs> like New York. Like, yeah, yeah, like the, the untouchables. The Jew, like, is it the untouch? No, once upon a time in America. Those type of Jews. Okay. Okay. Um, a lot of Indians, some, some Caribbeans, you know. Um, secretary's a fucking cunt, but she's ugly and old and she knows it. She's, you know, respectfully. She, She's giving people attitude. They're like, you know, like, do I wait here? Like, I'm, you know, I'm, I've been waiting a little bit. Yeah, um, we're, we're doing the best we can. Okay, ma'am, ma'am, can you um, give a little space because you know, of COVID, privacy, everything? Yeah, thanks. Like, one of those. So Sounds like a great time. So I fucking show up. And again, I'm just so fucking oblivious. I don't realize anything of what's going on. I just figured, great, I got an appointment. It was called in, got the appointment. I show up. And she like perks up. She's like, oh, yes, of course, yes. 
you know, you might want to, you know, if anything comes up, you know, your father could just put a call in to, to so-and-so. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I only got this because of fucking nepotism. And they resent me. They don't want to piss off the wrong people. Dude, I get into the orthopedist's office. Bear in mind, 24 hours before, I thought I was never going to fucking play soccer again. Okay? I thought I was, I thought there was a chance. I didn't know what I had. Okay? So he sits me down, bro. I mean, this guy, here's the thing. I would like to go on vacation with this guy. I respect the fuck out of him. But he was also like, he kind of sat me down and was like, made it very clear. He's like, bro, he didn't say this, okay? He didn't say this with his mouth, but he was saying it with his eyes. He was saying, listen, fuck you. You cut the line, okay? You had this, oper you had this fucking, you had the, you had, the incident was three days ago. You're panicking. Dog, take it easy. I ran an x-ray on you. You're good. You have no uh, ligament damage, it seems. But, you know, uh, I'll send you for an MRI. I go, is that really necessary? He's like, well, you know, you're here, right? I mean, you know, you, 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 you skipped the line to be here. I mean, I figure you, you probably want a little peace of mind. So I'll order an MRI. And I'm like, so right there, I'm like, oh, fuck. So I, I'm not going to. This guy doesn't think even think I should be seeing him. You think he's doing it to inconvenience you? See, I hadn't even considered that. But that's possible. Just to waste your time. That's possible. Just to waste waste hospital resources now, and waste your time. Now here's here's the thing. No, I think what he I think he's worried that he thinks I might fucking like complain like I'm that type of guy that would complain to my dad. Like there's an expression in Italian called un figlio di papa. He's okay. he's the, guy, di the papa. guy the guy's covering his ass. He's dotting his eyes. He's crossing his t's. He's he making sure that because what he doesn't want you is go for home, me to fucking complain yeah, to the head of this uh, fucking hospital on the board and say, yeah, uh, you know, thanks. I saw doctor so and so. He was uh, he was okay. He didn't order a scan though. You know, I was a little concerned. Uh, a little concerned about it. He didn't really do anything to ease my nerves. So the so, guy thought you were a rat. I think so. So you Dude, mentioned wearing sunglasses inside. You give off rat vibes? Is that, is that something you're concerned I about? I fucking hope not. But, you know, but I think so because I walked in with a Montclair jacket. And if we're being honest, now, the first, let me ask you a question. The first time you wore that jacket, because we have matching jackets, um, you know, uh, it wasn't planned, but it happened. I think to be I fair, got mine first. I went blonde first. You know, you're blonde now. It's fine. One we, stays, we, one goes away. We inspire, we inspire each other. <laughs> to, be, to be fair... Now, I've been thinking about it for a while. When you pulled the trigger, I was like, what am I doing here? What am I fucking doing? Now, because I'm a fucking cheap motherfucker and because I'm an immigrant fuck, I didn't buy it through a legitimate source. I bought it off of some page and I hustled the guy out of the whole thing because I claimed that there was a fucking defect on it and he panicked and he refunded me and I'm an asshole and I probably have a lot of bad karma coming for it. The bad karma is everywhere I wear the fucking thing now, it's cursed. Because did you, let me ask you a question. The first time you wore that jacket, did you not feel like it? Did you not feel like fucking Seinfeld in that episode where he has the jacket where he felt like that uh, some, some kind yeah, of power? Yeah, definitely. You feel like everyone's looking at you because, dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. Not a lot of people own Montclair bombers, and when someone fucking walked in somewhere with one, I used to look at it and be like, "Fuck, that's a nice jacket." And now it's just a jacket. I've had it for two years. Whatever. I think that might have played a factor. I think it's oh, this fuck. Who is this fucking douchebag? And at one point, here's the biggest mistake I think I might have fucking made. Um, I. Uh, I said, respectfully, doctor, you know, um, I know this is probably, a, you know, a seemingly minor 
it, you know, it's a very minor inconvenience. It should be for me. It's a very, probably a very benign issue compared to some of the. Listen, I see what you got in the lobby over here, referring to the, all the fucking old people that are, you know, at this physio clinic who are who, who are in you know knee braces and can barely fucking stand up and who are going to physio three times a week. I understand that this is probably not. You know, I could walk, right? Because he's like, dude, this guy can fucking walk. He's like, yeah, you're, you're, you're good. I'm like, dude, I want to fucking roll jiu- I want to know when I can roll jujitsu again. I don't want to know. Like, is, is this Am I going to live? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Am I going to walk again? Like, I know I could walk again. <laughs> fucking Christ. And he says, I think he took exception to that, you see. And he goes, ah, well, you know, like, I'm a sports therapist. Dude, I, it's right out of Larry Dave. I, I said, oh, okay. Well, you know, I'm sorry. That was, you know, that was, that, that, that was, that was incorrect of me to assume that. My point is, this is a big fucking deal to me. This is all I've ever really experienced. I don't really know what to do here. You're not giving me a whole lot. I don't really know. He says, I'll order an MRI. And I, I swear to God, I was just dead silent. I'm just mulling it over. He goes, you don't seem satisfied. I said, well. <laughs> he actually said that? I said, well, yeah, you know, I don't really know how to react. I don't know. It's fucking super swollen. It's Again, this is the end of the world to me, sir. You, you need to realize that, man. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's what I want. I wish, because if he was my boy, because he was a younger doctor, this is where I say I would have liked to have gone away with him. He'd have probably said, dude, shut the fuck, don't be a fucking bitch, don't be a fucking pussy, suck it up, that's it. He just told me to do physio, that's it. Now, here's the thing, I'm cheap, I'm not going to fucking do physio. If only he knew. He was, you think I have fucking money to burn because I don't know, I don't know who he thinks I am. But I don't, I'm not going to fucking do physio, I'm going to go on YouTube, I'm going to look up physio exercises, I'm going to do it myself to get the fluid down. Now, he claimed no fluid should be extracted because he said that, uh, he said that apparently if you extract it, it just comes back. He said it's there for a reason, so we got to get it out naturally. Okay, fair. But then the worst part of all was at the end. I think said, that is true, by the way, because I do know that when, when people do have knee injuries and they do get fluid extracted, it's not like a one-and-done thing. It's something that's done. Yeah, I, I thought like I'd be back this week. You understand? So then at the end, he says, uh, well, listen, so we'll order an MRI. Have you had an MRI before? I said, actually, yes, I have, I, which I did. Now, a few months ago, like my jaw was clicking, so I, I had to do it private because it wasn't covered by Medicare. And I said, fuck it, I'll bite the bullet, I'll pay it. So he says, you know, if you, you know, if you, um, you could do it private if you want it done quickly. It'll, you know, it'll, if you, you know, it's, it'll set you back like maybe 600 bucks, you know, or you could go to the hospital here. Um, you know, uh, I don't know, have you had it done before? I said, yes, sir. He goes, uh, did you get it done uh, public or private? I said, I did, I did it private. So right there. But I had no fucking choice. All the, all the stars were yeah, lying, yeah. lining up. So he's up. like, oh, great. Well, if you have the means, go for it. And I was like, Jesus, he thinks I'm a fuck. He thinks I'm a filio di papa. He thinks I'm a fucking filio di papa. That's <laughs> unreal. And, and that's it. I don't think I'm getting the MRI. That's the fucking thing. I almost don't want to get it now. I don't even know what I'm getting it for. He said there might be cartilage damage that they're scanning for. But I think he's doing it to shut me up. And I told him, like, dog, I'm not a hypochondriac. But here's the thing. When you have to defend yourself and open a sentence by saying, I'm not a hypochondriac, it, but there's no way you can close that out. Yeah, the gun's against in you there. In winning fashion. Definitely not. Damn. So that's it, man. You know, we're, uh, we're, we're up against it, but uh, we'll, we'll be back, baby. We'll be fucking back, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's all right. It's a real knife battle out here. That's what I always say, bro. It's, uh, it's been a real knife battle out here the past couple of days. But, uh, yeah, I just... Just that whole interaction was like straight out of curb. At one point, he ru- he was rubbing my knee and he goes, uh, "Does this feel a little weird?" I said, "You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't mind. I don't mind being physically maneuvered. I don't mind it at all. It's kind of nice." And he goes, "No, no. I I meant, um, does the knee feel weird?" <laughs> I thought he meant like because I was on my back and he was, it, you actually- yeah, it was. <laughs> 
He's like, I know this is a little weird. Sorry, I'm rubbing your leg here. And I go, oh, I don't mind. It's kind of like a massage. You know, I don't mind being physically maneuvered. You know, just at the dentist. I don't like the dentist. The dentist, I don't like it. Your like, brain, I, man. This is how my brain works. This is how my brain Or works. doesn't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> no, He's saying gotta, do the MRI and go brain. see him again. I don't want to see him again, but if I do, I might just do it so I can get a do-over. And what, show up like all raggedy, like wear like a jacket with not a hole that, in it? Not for that, not for that. Just don't, no, just like I'm going to have Forcefully li- don't get a haircut for like two months. No, I'm going to have a couple of up. lines prepared and I might just. I say you show up full hobo. Show up like down on your luck. Or, just wear, or I wear sunglasses inside. <laughs> just up one up the douchebag. <laughs> just never take my sunglasses off. Uh, what are you gonna do? Talk to me about Vegas, bro. I, I don't know. I just what, what's what what are you allowed to talk about? Because no, I, about uh, Vegas. No, I've I've like a lot to say. I guess. I mean, it was only a weekend. Which, I mean, first first thing I want to say is that I personally think a weekend is more than enough. Vegas is Vegas is not real life. Vegas. Is its own vacuum. So it's it's literally its own world that operates by its own fucking rules. Like obviously not literally, so it's not a not a great word to use. But well, everything's legal. Practically, there. it's practically a little place. Fun fact, fun fact, that the area, the the strip, whatever the fuck's out, the strip where all the hotels are, is actually a city called Paradise. It's not called Vegas. It's not Las Vegas. Is where old las vegas used to be so where all the old casinos used to be there's like a mob museum it's it's more of like a it's more of like a let's go take a tour there kind of thing now than actually wanting to do anything that's casino um so i actually think i actually think that the casino that the tangiers is based off of in casino is on the strip i think it's actually one of the oldest ones on the strip. i believe i could be wrong we could fast track me i don't Uh know but um yeah, dude, it's it's wild. It's it's its own world, and you have two there's guys. There's literally right? a city. Yeah, uh, two guys. Two there's buddies. literally a city called Paradise, meant to, I guess, exemplify or, or freaking capture the fact of what this whole essence of city is built to be, and it's just. It's wild, dude. It's an adult playground. You fucking you walking around with cans of beer open on the street, like every second person smoking something. If not every like, if not if not the average is less than that. Did you bring me my Marlboros? Like scantily clad woman on the street. <laughs> that your your Marlboros, your fucking Marlboro Reds. No, I didn't. I didn't pick. I didn't pick them up. Every you should have snuck. But, so here's the thing. I, I what I do is I don't really smoke. I don't smoke. But what I do is I kind of you know if I'm drunk and I have people over, I'll have a, I'll have a cigarette. You know. So I'll maybe go through a few a year type of you thing. Pull your, your, you pull out your fresh. I only started. Back. I only started a few months ago. Like I didn't even start. But the first time I really like did like did it was in Europe. I was like, oh, this is nice. So like one pack lasted three weeks for two people. Okay. You know. So whatever. Um, but but yeah, dude, it's it's but, it's wild. It's I don't. Uh, I, you ask me some prompting questions if you want, but there's just. Like, I have so many questions, but but my point, but again, like. I, can I just ask, why, why are cigarettes able to be sold in the U.S. without the fucking cancer packs? Uh, I noticed that. I noticed that because, like I said, first of all, have people, here. cigarettes inside, right? So, like, that's such you a... You could smoke inside in a, Vegas? That, that exi- yeah, you definitely can. In Nevada? Can. You definitely Holy can. fuck. It's, what a foreign concept, man. Like, smoking indoors, just period. So, it's that's funny insane. you point that out because, yeah, I did notice that. Like, you see cigarette packs fucking everywhere. It's right? like a time warp. Yes, exactly. Which is why I say it's like a vacuum. 
it's it's not reality like i came home yesterday so yeah a day a day from when we're recording this and it's just like i had to take a moment when i got home sit on my couch and be like whoa like what a city like what a weekend and for good and bad reasons too i mean Another discussion I was having with a buddy of mine today was um, when, you, when you're walking the streets of Vegas, whether it's yeah through the streets, the casinos, whatnot, um, you know who's there for recreation, to have a good time for a weekend, and you know who's there to make it big, baby. To make it big. To change to their life. Change their life and fucking wither away in everything that the city has to offer. Can you imagine who, who – what's the worst game you could play in Vegas – if you go deep in the rabbit hole. I mean, this kind of applies to any casino, but if you're there to change your to change your fate, change your destiny, it's got to be roulette. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's the typical one. I, I, we, we fucking walked out of our hotel, um, saw this little dude at, uh, at a roulette table. Uh, I'm an observant guy. I just, I noticed shit. I think we, we went for a long-ass walk, went for lunch, whatever, came back like four hours later. Guy was still sitting there, same spot. Exact same spot, same facial expression, different drink maybe. I don't know what the hell he was drinking. Just like it's exactly like you were saying. The guys were there like draining every fucking penny that they have in their pocket thinking that the next one. What if he was on a heater? Next one's the next one. What if he was on a heater? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, his fa- his facial expressions would say otherwise. Yeah, I, he's probably playing the playing the wrong game and should have been playing poker because he's you got to play poker and you got to play poker fuck. against people who can't play poker. The problem with roulette is you're playing against a math. ball, a ball in a you're wheel. Playing against math. Yeah, math. That's on. <laughs> that's definitely not on your yep. favorite. So look. So this is what I bought in Mexico. I'm showing you here. Uh, this is bad radio, but so this is like a ten pack of Marlboro Lights. Now, I like that it says smoking kills on it and nothing else because I think that adds a little bit of character. What I don't want to see is like a 37-year-old guy who looks like he's in Dallas Buyers Club or, you know, bent over a bed with, uh, you know, a tube hooked up to his, to, his, to, his fucking, to his fucking wrist and his father, his elderly father, like, you know, doting over him. And he's like, I wish I never picked up that first cigarette. That that's a little too much. They're like for starting me. to hire like directors. To that's like, too much. They're starting to hire like story writers. I and, don't need that. Screenwriters. I'm an adult. I don't directors fucking need to that. just stick a sticker on a cigarette pack. Now here's yeah. Now here's the problem. Notice this is Marlboro I guess they're doing. I, I guess I guess what they're doing is working. By the way. Well, look, this is Marlboro Light. You don't want Marlboro Light if you can have Marlboro Red. That's just a fact. Now the problem is, I was flying with my dad. And now this 10-pack is going to last me. I mean, this is like, I'm the best host of all time now, right now. You want it, I got it. You come over, boom. I don't even smoke, and I got fucking like eight packs of unopened cigarettes. The reason that there's two that aren't here is because I gave two of them away because I'm a good guy like that. Now the problem is the reds only come in 30 packs. If you're bringing 30 packs of cigarettes across the border, you're, an ex- you're, you're, you're exceeding your uh, fucking, what, what is it? You're, 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 it's, you're exceeding limit. your customs cust- limit. Cust- exactly. So what I was actually hoping was, I wasn't going to tell you that. I was hoping you would just pick up a 30-pack because what are the fucking odds you get pulled over? And, you know, you would just do I figured if you knew, you wouldn't do it. But I figured if I just said, hey, can you pick up some Marlboro Reds? If you want to pick up some, you know, a duty-free, that'd be great. I figured you would do it. You're three guys anyway. So if you get caught, worst case, you could say, you know. <laughs> it, was the, it was this guy. Well, well, no, no, no. You could say 10 for each of us. You know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing. You could sell those, bro. You could fucking sell those for 20 bucks a pop. And they, I mean, you buy them for four. If you're Canadian and you're hearing this, you're fucking thinking, Sam, how do you have such higher brain power? How have I never thought of that myself? You're damn fucking right. I mean, you could resell them at a fucking 400% markup. It's insane. No, I'm not going to do that with these babies because I'm a good host. But 
be a good racket. Now, did I maybe just reveal something? Did I maybe just reveal a criminal activity that I might do? No. No, I didn't because I'll never because do that. Because you would never do it. Exactly. I would never do that. It's just if, 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 if someone were to, it would be a good idea. It would be. But it's a bad idea. If someone were to, yeah. Breaking the law We stupid. all have bad ideas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have bad ideas all the time. You know what I mean? Like I have an idea right now that I might go back to the – I, I might take time out of this fucking surgeon's day, this orthopedic surgeon's day, just to have a do-over with him, just to have a fucking do-over. I have no interest in any of his medical advice at all, but I might go back just to get a do-over. I think you need to now. I think it would be a crime if you didn't. What should I do? How should I play it differently is the question. I don't know what to do. I don't know how I could play it differently. Yeah, it's such a we'll perception talk. of me. First, I don't know, first impression is so strong. Draft some notes for next step. I suppose. But something about Vegas also that I was like thinking about, right? When you go to Europe, you go to Europe, and we're talking about architecture, right? We're talking about architecture that's lasted, although whatever, maybe refurbished here and there or remastered. I don't know. Fuck. But... Um, you're going to look at shit that's has the 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 integrity the, the the architectural integrity right is what is what's like so astounding about it right like fuck this has been around for thousands of years like it still looks the same whatever it's joe touched up the chin on the trevi fountain whatever we're all good it's still the same fucking thing right that's what you go there for and in North America, right, you, you don't have you don't have the luxury of that because we stem from that culture and from fucking thousands of years later. And you have to create whatever, your own shit over here. America right? just sucks. I mean, if you go right, to if you right. go to Latin America, you go to Havana, like they still have old yeah. uh, infrastructure, you know, never mind the cars and shit. This is a random example. You go to Guatemala, you go to Mexico. It doesn't matter. They still have they still have like traces of Spanish conquisition and, and and that's cool it's right. history right vegas is the opposite vegas well, well, this celebrates is what, this is what the vegas entirely, does, right, it, it celebrates the essence of america it's nothing there's no substance it's in the desert it's fuck all they're like you want to go to fucking rome forget about it come to the fucking trevi fountain over here and you got the eiffel tower right over there doesn't matter what's real what's fake so, Who so cares? You're, you're looking you're looking at it differently you're looking at it like a fucking you're looking at it like an angry and very angry person i mean you're right you are right though you are right but the angle i was taking towards it was that like Las Vegas is the United States and maybe North America. I don't know if I'm like overstepping there. It's our again it's the using, West. using our it's the West. using our generously like, but like specifically, I'm talking about even just architecture. Like it's it's the West, yeah, but it's our it's our architectural marvel. The fact that that many fucking hotels and that many halls and restaurants and bars and clubs and fountains and fucking speakers and this and that all perfectly aligned over a over a 25 to 30 40 minute walking distance in a straight line just all fits and all works is just fucking mind-blowing i'm gonna tell you something and then just another just sorry just i just wrap that up Right, if you look at the top ten biggest hotels in the world, okay, I you were telling me this. I don't know if I don't I, know off the exact. Before. I don't know I if couldn't it's believe the exact this. number, but it's like the majority of them, whether it's five or six. Oh, five's not the majority, but six, whatever. Like six of the biggest fucking hotels are like within fucking walking distance from each other in the same city. It's just crazy to think that while you are walking amongst fucking white trash and people drinking like fifty ounce like tube 
daiquiris like in the streets right like i did it too like you're there one and b is fuck why not but you, like I, didn't you see the smallest it's just one crazy was 20 ounces the uh, smallest one was like 22 ounces those are the ones i was drinking uh what's 20 our other ounces? our other buddy was drinking the what's literally the ounces? stick it's like what's the, the freaking yard stick filled what with is alcohol. 22 ounces in liters uh, I'm, I'm looking it up know. here. It was like it looked like a big iced up, coffee. It looked like a big iced coffee, like six hundred fifty milliliters of booze, over no, no, half no, no, a liter. Okay, it's not, it's not straight booze there, but yeah, of a drink, it of a drink, of a sugary a ass fucking drink. Dude, if you have four of those, oh, you're Fritz. You're done. No, wait, wait. The smallest size. There's probably like there's probably like there's probably like four. I looked at them when they were making these, and the smallest one, it's probably about. four. Four shots of alcohol. If you're and these are the think of the most trashy, sugary daiquiri in the world. It's amazing. Right? You just want to fucking seven drink of it. them. That's your daily intake of water in drinks consumed. Seven isn't a lot. I've good had man, seven drinks. Yeah. You have two. You think you can go for three? You think you can go for six? Dude, yeah. That's it's fucking huge. The best thing I saw. The best thing I saw out of that trip was. One of your friends, who, will, who we won't name, one of the friends was on the fritz because you guys had, I think, bottomless mimosas, you said. Yeah, fantastic. You called me at the <laughs> complex after I buckled my knee. You know what it was? I vaguely remember this, yes. You know what? I think that's when I said I think I tore my ACL on the phone. And you were probably so buckled. No, it definitely wasn't because I would not have remembered that. That, that was a very hey, – I barely remember calling you, period. So maybe, maybe that's definitely, you, definitely not. Maybe that's why you didn't fucking use my UFC picks. I straight up gave him the Well, that is why. So I confirmed with you that okay. is why. Well, by the way, we, if anyone wants to know what the we fuck – ended up passing, any, out, yeah, pa- if, passing out broad daylight for a breather. We went back to the hotel room for a breather. I think we woke up an hour and a half. <laughs> Or not, please. That's incredible. And the, and, and <laughs> two p.m. Yeah, the problem is the, the problem is the the problem is like the early prelims had already started, and one of the one of the bouts was on the early. Yeah, prelims. I think I remember waking up. You're like one for four. I'm like, oh fuck. I see. Yeah, and I but I was actually I gassing you, dude. I wasn't. Even, I don't gamble anymore. I was gassing you up. I was like, hey, bro, you're one for four. Let's go. I was like, yeah, I'll help you get even. This will get you. This is about three and a half odds. It's a pretty good chance to sell. Put a hundred bucks on this. You're back even, dude. Uh, I was really fucking pissed, but. I wasn't surprised. I had a feeling that when you weren't answering uh, live in real time, something was awry. Something's awry. Uh, so I, I said, I said to pick Umar Nurmagomedov, all money line. By the way, I said Bryce Mitchell over Edson Barbosa. I said Kevin Holland over um, uh, over Oliveira, not Charles Oliveira. Is it Alex? I think it was Alex Oliveira. And uh, I didn't touch the main card. I said, I said Rafael dos Anjos over uh, Renato Moicano. That was uh no that was a good fucking card. Bro, so I would have so guy, gone. The guy sports betting there, or sorry, but the guy sports betting there is nuts. Right, you talk about there for leisure versus there for a living. Like there was this guy. We were just we were. I was desperately like I said. I I placed a bet because uh, again went in Vegas. Fuck, placed a bet on 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 Milan beating Napoli on Sunday. One big, great bet. Trying to find any kind of channel anything to watch the game we're sitting in the sports book we're trying to connect to wi-fi can't find shit they 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 were actually showing the uv game earlier in the day on like a on like a freaking toaster stream like it was you could barely see what was going on it was like black and white but anyway we're sitting there and this guy walks by us he goes um hey uh like you guys watch hockey and we're like yeah and he's like you guys want some hockey picks we're like, uh, yeah, sure. Like, just the guy being nice, whatever. We're just chatting him up. He was like, going to sell the picks to you? No, not sell. He was actually being very nice. Like, he was being very nice. Um, he's like, 
Okay, sure. He's like, I'll give you one pick because like he was chatting with us. Like, he, I, I guess I forgot to mention we, we like we walked by him. I guess he overheard us talking, and we were just chatting for a little bit. And then he's like, "Yeah, hey, you guys watch hockey, whatever," because we're from Canada. Sorry, that's why. And um, he goes, "Okay, I'll give you one pick, one sec." And he like pulls out his AirPod, and he like calls someone, and he's like talking to some guy, and then whatever, and he and he goes, he puts away, and he goes, Vegas. Puck line, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then he, then he like, walks away. He says, comes back, no, you know, money line. Thousand bucks on it now, whatever. Obviously, we didn't do it. That's his unit. But, like, guy was, like, being serious. Yeah, they won. They, they won. They were losing, like, the whole game, and I think they ended up winning. But it's just crazy. Like, you see these guys that are going to the CVS across the street. They're getting their fucking Reese's Pieces, beef jerky, maybe vitamin water, something to just sustain themselves. Plop down in front of the TV pull out the menus of bets that they have littered around everywhere. And we were in like a, a we were at like a sports book. You can go to some that are beautiful. By the like, way, that, that's what I meant when like I said power. a bookie. Uh, for, for me, yeah. a sports well, you book use is the a wrong, bookie. You, you can tell you don't gamble. You use the wrong terminology. So, you, you, is you, a sports book not considered a bookie? No, bookie is a bookie, a book. book. No, a bookie is the fucking, is Joe, is Joe on the corner of the street wearing the fedora and trench coat you taking your picks through, you uh, through a Motorola. Dude, I, don't know. I looked like a bookie yesterday. According to some of my teammates, I just, I, I just got to point out I can never finish my stories, and this is very, very, very similar. We'll, we'll circle back because we keep. This is how I'm feeling. It, I'm, feel, I'm feeling. I'm feeling PTSD right now. This isn't good. No, this isn't good because I because I got cut off too, and it's not good. And I got all these fucking things I want to circle back to, and this podcast is gonna be a mess. And that was always our biggest. That was always the biggest problem. If you listen to other podcasts who do it for a living, they, they just listen to each other. We're just like. Ah, we're just very excited, like two little, like two chimpanzees fucking jumping around. But I just, I, I this is a side note. I showed up to a hockey game yesterday. I coach a junior hockey team that I used to play for. I showed up with a baseball bat as a cane. They fucking loved it. <laughs> I'm surprised problem. they didn't throw you out. Think you should have, you should have held it over your shoulder. They called me Tommy Shelby. I did, I did. <laughs> I did exactly. They that. didn't throw you out. No. What happened was I it's actually. A cri- it's a crime on the rep. I mean, had, I wouldn't have thrown you out because I would have been <laughs> dying of laughter. Though. I was banging them on the shin pads, heading out. Let's go, boys. Um, the night before, we had back-to-back games. The night before, the first lady gave me her late grandfather's cane because I was especially swollen that day. Now, to be honest with you, I didn't really need it. As I kind of got out of the car, I was like, you know what? I'm kind of walking while I'm on my own here. This. But I'm gonna roll with it for the bit because I'll walk in with it. And I'm going to walk in like nothing's happening because I got the mask on. <clears throat> like, I can, you know, I won't have to really keep much of a straight face. I'll walk in like it's normal. And they'll all be like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> and it's just going to be so out of the ordinary. It's going to fire them up. I know my team. Want to hear a good hockey bit? Yeah. But, but, well, but anyway, the, anyway my, my, girlfriend, my girlfriend told me to keep the cane. Paula told me to keep the cane. And I told her to go, you know, kick rocks. And then the next day I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, could use it for a little bit of stability. Sometimes it gives out baseball bat. Look like a bookie. They call me Tommy Shelby. <laughs> Unreal. I have a good on the topic. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Let's bounce around everyone. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. yeah um, I, I know someone that works in, in hockey, and he was telling me, um, no, in university hockey, and he was telling me uh, that over the weekend he was at a game, and he's like, Nick, he's like, I saw the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen, like, doing like doing his, his work for the team, like, in the stands. He's like, these three fucking guys showed up to this university hockey game dressed as referees. And we're standing up, cheering and applauding every call that the ref. Just <laughs> <laughs> three random dudes. Dude. How fucking funny is that? Just like the guy calls it offside, they just start fucking standing, clapping. Like calls out, like a goal, like a goal scored. Yeah, it's fucking celebrating. And then when a goal scored, they just sit out. Oh, I. I but if they overturn a goal, 
They're always no, after reviewing the play, same. after reviewing the play, there was goal, there was goalie interference, no goal, and everyone's like, "Boo!" And they're like, "Whoa!" You know, the like I, I, like, I don't know. I, clearly, we're all you. We have we share the same humor like that. I mean, like I, I think I, I found it way funnier than it probably was. But what if was they so bet? What if they hilarious. bet on the number of offsides or something? And they made it fun. No, man. The, the purity of just being there, supporting the referees, this, just cheering the, every decision the ref made. And, yeah, they were dressed like referees. They were dressed like referees, just cheering on every fucking call. That's a weird a, thing. A little bit. A little like, bit. A, bit, a little bit like these like big J journalists on Twitter sucking each other's dicks after every tweet that they make. Fuck. What are you going to do, man? It is weird. I, I have thought about this. It's people on the periphery of football who kind of get in. And I say this as a guy who was a guy on the periphery of football. I was in the I was in the industry and I was content with it. This is pre, you know, sorry, post podcast. The podcast had already started. That was what we were doing in football, which is to say, effectively nothing. Okay, it was nothing. But we had these weird ideas because we didn't know what this was when we started. We had these weird ideas of these dreams. Maybe we'll cover a Champions League final. I don't know about you. I never wanted to be a fucking journalist. No, absolutely not. You know, but it was just like, well, I what do you do if I think you it was pretty? But I think it was pretty obvious with the way that we conduct. For ourselves. sure. But I think it was like, well, if we're gonna talk about this thing, maybe it'd be fun if we could sort of get inside access to it. But like, it's odd. You have guys who ref. You have guys who whose dream it is to referee. Think about that for a second. You have people who will look at a call a referee made and like they're fucking thinking about the nuance of the call the ref made and whether it was a right call or a wrong call. Oh, he's a, he's a great ref. Look at him. He gallops across the field and he gets there fast. He always has eyes on the plate. Like that, some people just, you know, Either they, they, they genuinely like something that people might find a little bit strange or just different, um, fringe, or they're just trying to get into the game somehow. You know what I mean? You might, and here's the thing. With journalists, I don't know where it is. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle, but I think because it's a fucking real profession that a lot of them studied for. Some of them didn't, but the, the fact that there's like this weird journalistic standard – you see it a lot with journalists. Well, hold on. Let's 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 in, in but let's, draw, but let's let's draw a line. I mean, not just in soccer. You see. Well, it. yeah. I mean, look, we're 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 in a period now where there's even war going on, right? And it's like, we're we're there, of course journalistic journalistic standard. We would have to define what that means. I, it's obviously important to a degree, right? Definitely way more in news that matters than that doesn't. Like, let's be real. We both love football. It doesn't fucking matter. We love it. We love. We love it because I I don't know why actually, but we do, and it but it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But you know, obviously, journalistic integrity to a degree matters. But I I think the point that we're going to be building up towards is that journalistic integrity is often no one gives a shit about it. it, it no, 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 that's not true. That's not true. Ultimately, in, ultimately, in the in the way that we're building up to discussing, because I don't think we're really making it quite clear right now. What we're talking it's about. not sexy. No, but no, we, no, we, but we, you're we, not. We, I don't think you're. But I don't think stuff. you're getting. I don't think you're getting my point. I'm saying that like the 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 concept of journalistic integrity is being like pushed in certain ways where I don't really think it applies. Right, we're if we're talking about reporting truthfully and we're talking about reporting things accurately and without bias, like that's journalistic integrity. How I'm gonna start my interview with a fucking soccer player who is just gonna give his thoughts after a match, talking that about journalistic integrity 
what are we doing here? Yeah, so what, I, I, I'm with you. So, like, after can we, the... Can we, can we paint a picture, at least, of what we're talking about? Yeah, because I, I think, think it's a bit random right now. So, the uh, the coverage for Serie A in the U.S., I think, is done through CBS, yes. I think. And yeah. it streams on Paramount+, Plus. I think. And it's on CBS Sports, too. So, they've got a pretty good team. Bonetti's on it. He's been covering... Um, He's a good journalist. A good journal. He's a good broadcaster, I should say. I don't know if he even considers himself a journalist. He might, but he's a good broadcaster. I don't think he's a journalist. Yeah, yeah broadcaster. Yeah, I don't know if he. Is. Yeah, he, he's a good broadcaster. He's good at what he does. Um, he used to write for Bleacher Report actually, like ten years ago when he was on BN, and when I was like fourteen, fifteen, yeah, so I'd read his articles. So I read his articles, <laughs> and I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, but it was a lot of opinion pieces. Right. And, okay. Um. Whatever. They they have a couple of ex pros. Christian Vieri has been on with them, I think. In um in Italy uh, on site and Marco Messina from IFTV is there he's a I guess he's a pundit he you know he, he's a he's a pundit he's he's on like the like a mo- like a like panel. a modern sp- yeah like yeah. a modern they had which, which by the way which it's by a the- good panel for 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 Italian football in the states yes exactly you, which you know, is I think what matters in this whole conversation you've got Americans who I think I think the pro they have again I don't I don't fucking know him. I also I also don't watch it. I don't watch CBS. And yeah, we're not um, able to. Right. I mean, if we wanted to. I think he played in Italy. The guy with the thinning hairline. I fucking forget his name. Um, I think he played in Italy. So he's Ameri- I think he was an American footballer who played in Italy. You've got Matteo Bonetti, who, who's a broadcaster, who, who, who has been covering the game for a long time. Kind of knows both sides. He knows both cultures very well. Like he, he's, he, 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 I think he's a first-generation Italian immigrant. And what's funny, you know, here's the thing. There's this weird thing that goes on in Italian-American culture where there's this one-upmanship, bro. This fucking one-upmanship. It's this goombaism where it's like, oh, and it's these fucking pages, bro. And again, it's content. People like to see content. People like to get distracted by shit on TikTok, on, on Instagram. There's nothing wrong with these pages. I've had the Bello Bros on the pod before. I like them. They're really cool guys. Their content actually doesn't, own, doesn't reflect the entirety of their humor. You know they are, right? You know the fucking, you know. The, no, I don't. The Brutzese brothers? They're, they're great guys. They're, they're in Toronto. Some of their shit is actually really fucking funny. It's not cringe. But, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, they, they, they hit you with like a typical like, oh, you know, if you're Italian, you do this. Whatever. It's fun. People find it funny. Who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? Like, but bro, like, there are pages. There are pages out there that fucking celebrate this shit. Hardcore Italians. Hardcore yeah. Calabrese. Fucking uh, growing up Italian. If you if you don't eat if you don't eat seven Real, it's a, the, the, if you the, don't eat seven fish on Christmas Eve, I don't want to talk to you, bro. What if you don't, like, I call my nonna every day, bro. So it's you know, whatever. So there's this weird fucking like one up mention. So but for some reason, in the hierarchy of Italian, uh, you know, of, of Italianita in 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 the U.S., the fact that Bonetti was born, I think, in in uh, in Italy, and the fact that I think his family. I think his family had something to do with the club. I think his grandfather might have worked for Milan, La Società. I could be wrong on that. Yeah, I feel like I remember reading that on Twitter. But yeah, too. so he, 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 you know, it's he, it's in his, you know, it's in his, it's a family affair for him. He's from the city. Whether he's his family originally is from there or he was there because, appunto, they right, might have been right. fucking working for the club. Right. Doesn't matter. He grew up with that, so he's like got a fucking lot of credibility and legitimacy. Cause me, look at him, bello, bello, be, you know, he's tall, he's good looking, he's from the other side. But no, and he's good. It. He's good at his job. And he's good at his job. But he's Italian. He's from the other side. Then you have Marco Messina, who's not. He's from Brooklyn, and he's Italian. He's an Italian, like you know, a lot of fucking Mexicans are Mexican in L.A. Whatever, you know, he's into it. I don't know how much Italian he speaks. I don't think he speaks. Yeah, he does. He I does. Think, I, I saw. Think, I saw a clip of him on. I was gonna say, I don't think he speaks fluently, which is fine. Who gives uh, a shit? Well, he speaks well. He speaks well. Who gives a fuck, right? Uh, yeah, point taken. Yeah. Who you gives know, a fuck? You know, we fucking friends we have yes. here who don't speak very yes. well. Doesn't matter. You know, you know what I mean? 
you have people that walk into the Italian consulate and, 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 and can't speak Italian when getting their Italian passport. You know, I'm proud to say I'm not one of those people. If I were, whatever. I mean, it's an identity thing. If I, if I care about the country, I could still illegally. Uh, my brother doesn't speak it very well, actually. We grew up in the same house, same environment, but he kind of lost it, never really, never really made an effort. Whatever. He still has a passport. Actually, I don't think he does, but he has citizenship. He never did the paperwork. Doesn't matter. The point is he could do it. Who gives a shit? But there's this weird thing. People don't like. Now, I don't know why some people don't like Marco Messina in particular. I think a lot of people do, though. I think most people do. I think that's why he's on TV. And I think, listen, case in point, the fact that he's done something great. Uh, we've barely ever had an interaction with him. And here we are talking about him on a podcast. And you know who doesn't care? Him. He's in Italy right now covering games. He's 26, 7 years old. He's a couple years older than us. Living the life. And he's, and he's getting paid to do something he loves. Fuck it, man. No one said he has to be a journalist. So people are – there was this one guy on Twitter, I think, who's a big J journo who covers – I think he might be a beat reporter for Parma. I don't know. No, he's not. I don't even want to say his, I don't even want to say his name. No, he's just, he just accredited journalist. Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I've never – I've never. Uh, yeah, I don't know him, right? But uh, he was he – was, he, so he was fucking – he was, he was kind of implying that people in the know are not impressed that no, 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 sorry. in an interview sorry, he said friend deemed from, it inappropriate. A friend, a friend from industry sent it to him mm. with no comment. Mm. He had to, with no comment. Uh, and he was to point that out. And he was referring to a clip. In which, uh, in which, after, in which, after the Milan game, so Giroud scored the win. Yeah, so look, one no match, and he uh, and he said, "Hey, uh, you know Giroud, uh, what's up, man? Hey, it's you know it's good to, it's good to be with you. The last time CBS were here on location, the last time we interviewed you, you scored the winning goal in the Copa. I think we got a good thing going here. How does it feel? What, what's what? Talk about it. That's it. Gives a shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Who the, what do you what do you think? First of all, let me ask you a question. How trivial is that, by the way? It's trivial, but. Do you and, and, and is it that great an opening line? No. Is it a bad one? No. It's whatever. It's just an icebreaker. You're just trying to get a giggle out of the guy. Do you think, dude? Imagine if you're Olivier Giroud. You're fucking 36 years old. You've been playing in top flight football. You're a World Cup champion. You fucking you've done countless fucking interviews, bro, over the last 15 years. I mean, if I had an interview with them, I'd be, I'd love to hear what they would say if I had a fucking interview with them, bro. I'd ask about. Who has the biggest dick in the locker room or something? I don't fucking know. Like I wouldn't. Yeah, your interview would end after one question, probably. No, I wouldn't. Here's the thing: I wouldn't ask. <laughs> they'd, that. They'd, they'd I would take your fucking cane and drag you off. If you no, know. I would do something clever. I would make a joke. Yeah, I know. And, I know what you're gonna. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't fucking know. Point, I don't know what point, I would do, but, I wouldn't, but being, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say. What are your thoughts on the match? Point being, who gives a shit what his thoughts on the match? Literally, are, bro. point being, it was fucking harmless, and you just the, the 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 dude was just trying to make the guy laugh and start the interview calmly. And what did this big journal say? When you have this kind of privilege to be pitch side on a top of the in a top of the table match and act this unprofessional, some, well, because it's everything some that, that guy stupid, has ever you know, stupid. but it's it's everything that that guy has ever longed for, right? Now here's the thing. Now here's, here's here's a weird thing. This is this is just a this is the theory I have. I could be wrong. I don't know this guy. And if he were in this room, he'd say absolutely not. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, he, he he'll say no, no no matter what. If you were in this room, and he's not here to defend himself. I don't really care. I have a theory. Again, he'll say this is wrong because who the hell would admit to this? But deep down, I feel, and there's nothing wrong with being fascinated with a culture. Okay, but I think 
Uh, I think he's Irish, or he's from he's from that part of the I world. I have no idea. I think he is. He's not Italian. Um, no clue. He's not Italian. Probably speaks Italian better than Marco Messina might, for all I know. I don't fucking know. But he probably prides himself on that, and he probably loves the culture. He probably loves, You know, that's a guy that loves that um, show with Stanley Tucci last year on CNN. Oh, um, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, My parents watched that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something Discovering, discovering Italy. Discovering Italy. I don't know. Some shit like that. Yeah, well, he fucking loved that shit. He loves... Bisteca la Fiorentina. He likes that. He likes talking about the. Listen, I like it too to an extent. I like kind of digging into the cultural nuance of Italian cuisine. Now, is it because I'm Italian and it's just like a natural? No, it's not. It's because it's cool. You know, I like I like discovering you know cuisine, cultural nuance of Spain, France. Now, it's a little less personal for me. I feel like this guy probably longs to be Italian. That's what I think. Okay. That's what I, I think. mean. I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll, I don't know if I agree with you there. I think no, we're we're getting just, no. But it's just a theory. I'm trying yeah, to maybe, psychoanalyze. Whatever. I but no. But like like I think he'd probably like to live there. He'd probably like to have an Italian you know, like an Italian wife. Now again, I don't know the guy. He could be married to someone else for all I fucking know. But I have this idea that in my head that he's just. I, I think there's like this. Maybe he. I don't know. For all he. For all we know, he might think. You know what? What? What does he have that I don't have? I've been doing this for fucking like however many years. It's because I'm not Italian. That's why I'll never be respected. And because my name's not Marco. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what deep seated weird Freudian shit there might be going on there. And I know that's not Freudian at all. But, but, uh, but yeah. But I. You, I'm using Freudian to, in, in the way smart. that you might describe just anything weird, like any weird <laughs> deep seated shit. <laughs> I don't know. And people roll with it. Yeah. Look. I mean. I. I <laughs> But it's fucking stupid. That's a very Sam theory. But, but the, the whole point I was getting at is that I just hate that. I guess it'll all circle back to like journalistic integrity and all this stuff. I don't know. But like I, I understand. I understand that be, being a, a journalist and building a reputation as a journalist like takes a lot of time and and you go to school for it and you study like I get all that shit and I don't know if that's where this gatekeeping slash what seemed to be anger what this guy claims wasn't anger he claimed he was just sharing an opinion but I'm sorry when you share an opinion worded in such a way where you're insinuating that you don't like this person that's talking you don't you know don't take people for fools I was just sharing my opinion no, it, it, you know? but it smells of je- it smells of jealousy and so, the thing is jealousy is a terrible disease because again there's this old proverb I think so, so it's the and, only and Sam, thing the, the part that the that part does that, more damage to the person holding it than the person receiving the jealousy and the you know, part that killed me healthy. right the part that so, killed me is this guy this guy put the tweet out terrible take about how unprofessional you have a privilege and you go starting an interview like that terrible just terrible take all to begin with like i in the it's indefensible in my opinion it's just it's salty indefensible in a sense that not that like it's such an abhorrent like the guy fucking killed someone in cold blood like it's indefensible in the sense that like it's just so stupid what you're talking about a privilege. They don't like IFTV. Of that. They, they don't, don't like IFTV, clearly. But here's why. But my, because but IFTV aggregates shit. They don't like Fabrizio Romano because he aggregates shit. Now, here's the thing. Here's the reality. People have short attention spans, and not everyone pays, you know, uh, is going to pay to subscribe to your fucking Substack. You know, not fair, everyone reads fair. the Telegraph. But Sam, the point, that, the point that I was getting at was the guy doubled down, okay? After putting this takeout, quotes tweets himself, and he goes, the shocking responses that I've been plays victim. The shocking responses I've been when people were just commenting like, "Oh, you're jealous." It's a couple, oh, it's a couple hundred people whatever. on Twitter, bro. Yeah, it's no, no. nothing. But, when but you put listen. that in, when you put that in perspective, Sam, bro, it's such a fucking vacuum. I know, I know Twitter it is. Seriously. I know it's it is. But my point, my my point is that 
he started going on this thread, okay? I didn't, saying, read, I didn't read the thread. To I read it all. I was dying of laughter. Okay. And to, to, he's like, and to address the jealousy comments, like in like a six-tweet thread, I've been accredited to multiple Serie A matches, Serie B matches. I'm not even flexing that, but whatever. Serie B matches, whatever, this, that, Serie B whatever. Cool. Serie but cool. but doesn't address B. the fact that, buddy, you're not interviewing Ali Giroud on the pitch just because you're sitting in the stands. You're not on TV. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not, just because yeah, you're in the stands. Yeah. Writing for whoever, I'm sure he writes for something good. But so, so, so the whole point that when he was getting to, oh, I'm not jealous. Like it was I, just anyone that I makes just, anyone that makes content is kind of jealous. Just like it was just a guy that kept digging stupid. himself into a hole and a bad take. And it's just all of that being said. Like I don't want to, I don't want to focus too much on that specific incident because it, 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 the talking point I wanted to bring to the table is that like people like gatekeep anything in general, right? You so, love when I do that with music, with Italian music. Yeah, exactly. You think I, I do? It. I don't, but I know you do. You, you do, but no. But you that's send just me old point. stuff, Jur- and I say, journal- "Oh, you're still listening to it." Yeah, so I'm sport, not really so sports journalists, anymore, right? Still- I often find this was a very hilarious, like example that occurred in a world that I, whether it's your listeners or you or me or people that are on Twitter that like to listen to this, like, are aware of these people and these individuals, whatever. But just in general, right? People that gatekeep stuff, like, you know, what's the saying? What do you that? mean by gatekeep? You're, you're, you're saying, you're saying like this isn't. For you, you need you're to tell me wrong. like I shouldn't like yeah. this. I shouldn't do this. See, that's his biggest mistake. You, he, he's assuming, he's assuming that the English contingent of people that read fucking content or that consume content are not Italian football like what he's doing. Are are you know? Or Marco. What he, what, 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 what this fucking dude? What this fucking dude? This angry journalist. His biggest mistake is assuming that people don't want what Marco Messina's doing. Yes, exactly. That's what I was trying. Because it's say. exactly what they fucking want, bro. First of all, especially Americans. Dude, can point, we talk bro. about the fact that, like, buddy, this is a TV network. It's a Listen, business. Man. You're catering Listen, to certain people. You know what, fucking Americans who watch Serie A want. You know what people want? But Americans or Italian-Americans. Italian-Americans are also Americans, but people who like football, who just want to watch Italian Serie A because it's on CBS and it's on Paramount Plus and it's on a major streamer. They want to see gondolas in Venice. That's it. They want to see Marco, who has an Italian name. They want to see B-roll of... of they want to see Marco con Marco. They want to hear... <laughs> they want to see B-roll of the Coliseum. They want to see B-roll yeah, of... They want to hear Nabaletan Nabole singers. They want to see crazy... Like, it's... They want to, they want to see... Can you imagine? That, can you sorry? Just, that just, journalists don't care about. Journalists want scoops, okay? Uh, and, and sometimes they want to tell stories. What CBS wants to do is just have cool little feel-good uh, bits. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's exactly what I want. That's just I don't know. Maybe that's Americanized like. Uh, Media coverage this day? I don't know. I don't fucking know. I'm and not, I'm going to suck Marco Messina's dick on this because I don't think there's a better guy than him to do that sort of thing. I really don't. He's he's built he's built up a brand. Like, listen, man. He got into it at the right time. He was the right age. He had uh, he had his friend Cantaris, the Greek kid, who 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 was who seemed to be dedicated to it with him. You know. Uh, and, and and they fucking no, but they they work, man. They built no, it. No, I know. They, I they, they, they posted prolifically. They aggregated shit. They translated shit. They were posting shit at six in the morning Eastern time. I would see that shit, and they started a brand. It was simple, you know. They did it before anyone else could. We became the cultural podcast before other people had cultural podcasts. I think there were a couple, but there weren't many. That's why we have such a simple fucking name. It's really kind of a waste to people that actually want to have cultural podcasts because this is how much cultural we talked about in this episode yeah, of the much. fucking cultural podcast. Not much, but. 
The point is, which they, which I do want to slide something in before we fine. do end. But but they got in at the right time. They did a good job. Fuck it, man. He's on TV now, and and, Agreed, and you know I don't know if he's him. still involved in IFTV or not. But people don't. The journalists don't like IFTV. They don't because they. I don't know. They, they view them as fucking uneducated or what. But you're like they're stupid. They're fat. dude. You ever been to a bar? You ever been to a fucking bar? You ever been to a bar? You ever been to a fucking bar? Chichado in Montreal, bro. You ever been to a fucking bar? Whatever the fuck in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. They're all the same. It's all the same Sal's and Tonys that have the same te- mm. have the same terrible takes. It's fucking IFTV, man. It's a fucking YouTube thing going on in a basement. They're building. They built a studio akin to this, bigger, better. But it's who the fuck? Who the fuck thinks that you you know? All, you listen that, to it that, because that, you just like them. All that be all that people do. Back it's not because they want fuck to hear what Gary Lineker says. Fuck it's people, different. Fuck people that gatekeep. Specifically, we're talking about journals, right? Telling people how it needs to be done, right? The guy's not fucking lying. The guy's not hurting anybody. The guy's not fucking saying go fuck your mother. He's not doing anything wrong. He's doing nothing wrong. All that being said, I can't stand people that gatekeep. Whatever fucking floats your boat. I'm trying to, for the last 10 minutes, there's a saying that's on the tip of my tongue that I cannot remember, and it it, it exemplifies the exact point that I'm trying to make. You do what you you want, you don't hurt anybody, like what you like, eat what you eat, listen to what you listen to, let people go about however they go about things. Yeah, dog. Why, Why so much salt? Like, just... Live well, and let live. That's that's what I was fucking trying to think. Live of. and let live. Well, live that dude, fucking let listen, live. bro. That, that's that, exactly what I was that trying dude's to think having about. a fucking great time over there. And you know, like on Snap memories, when you get like a fucking, you're not on Snapchat anymore, but you know, Instagram memories, whatever. Your phone tells you a year ago today. Here's what you're doing. That fucking guy right now, Messina. That month he's having, bro. He's having a great fucking time. He's living his dream. Good for him, bro. He's gonna be looking back at that shit for, uh, for years to come. Yeah, who gives a shit, man? And, uh, like, yeah. like, at the end of the day, it's just it, it is fucking weird. And listen, like, like, like. And this the, is two guys. Of, friend, this is two the, guys that that are not IFTV content consumers. And then you had this big, really, this not, big J journal saying, "I follow them." I know, I know, I, I know. Then you had this big J, yet this big J journal saying, "If I knew." That the fans of he called him this guy. He they pretend like not even using his name. Probably full well knowing who it was. So so just showing that he's trying to disrespect them. So dickhead move. Who cares, bro? Right? But I'm just saying, like we're not fucking fanboys. And the guy was like, oh, if I knew the fanboys of this guy were like this, I would never have tweeted that. So you're debunked, right? Yeah, there. but here's the <laughs> thing. Right like there. like Nima Tabali's a good guy. He's a friend of the show, but like he's a journalist, man. Journalists will stand up for journalists. Know, you know what I mean? I know. You know, it's I'm just, just it's, 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 it's a gripe. It's, it's a gripe. It's, uh, I don't like it. They've got, but again, journalists will stand up for journalists. It's just what they do. They're they're very, and you know, it's it's tough. It's a it's a fucking really difficult business to be in right now. Totally. In some ways, it's easier in a lot of ways, in that you could put out your content online and just. You know, do shit like Patreon or Substack, which Nima does, and I subscribe to his. Subscribe to, and I, well, I you yeah, know, it's I, great. I, and when, it's great. when I see an interview that I like, they, they have really good fucking interviews, man. I tune in now and again, and it's fucking good. It's, it's interesting. It's cool. You know, there, there, there's a there's an area for that. But unfortunately, the fact is, the fact is, I don't think as many people want serious stuff all the fucking time. At least not. I mean, if they do, they can fucking pay for it, right? Or you you follow those certain fucking people. But I mean. Let yeah, people enjoy what they want to enjoy, bro. and let people make content that they know people want to watch, man. That's it. Do you see? Uh, well, what about what? Yo, know, speaking of content, bro. Speaking of content that fucking uh, pertains to culture and shit. Do you see that? You sent me this. Uh, you sent me this fucking. Oh, the uh, caricature. The, car- the cartoons. Oh, brutal. Yeah. So where, that, where was so that? Where so was that, that cartoon? From? I think I'm not sure where it was from, but it was a cartoon that was. Uh, 
drawn, I guess. That was drawn because um, it was after the, it was after the Milan Napoli match, and I believe the stat was that Stefano Pioli in eleven matches had never beaten Spalletti like ever. Who, who, okay, yeah. so that was so the so obviously that that streak ended over the weekend, and the cartoon. I don't know. Wh- I, I I couldn't but comprehend who drew the cartoon. I don't know. I don't know. It must have uh, must have been some famous cartoonist. It wasn't just like a cartoon that was randomly drawn and posted on Twitter, but. Just like depicting, it was um, so. So the re- that was the reason the cartoon was drawn. I don't really remember what was going on in it, but fuck, the guy made made o- the guy made Osimhen and Leal literally look like delinquents, like like monkeys. They had like their eyes like looking sideways, like their lips were huge. It was just so out of touch. I don't know, bro. Like, 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 dude, I, 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 it was I th- I think so it was a- wrong on so many levels. Why, like, why, why, they, why? he made them look brain dead. Like, they looked like they were dumb. Like, the, two, two puffy faces, eyes looking outwards, and then Pioli and Spalletti are sitting there in their chair, looking like evil geniuses or something. Like, like whatever. Like, it's I just think a you're reading a little too much into it, dude. No, dude, I really do. They fucking th- no. Okay, I, well, me and the thousand other people that were that were talking about it online yeah yeah but everyone except you no no i i see i see why it's problematic i do you're not but the fact is it's not smart to it's not it's not smart to draw cartoons of people where where you're exaggerating it's uh, the fact is if you're gonna if you're gonna draw a black dude now it's not smart to exaggerate features at all because it brings up this weird like fucked up kind of you know, past of a weird era when that sort of shit was really like character, like it was really fucking characterized in a, in a but really it, but in it a wasn't stupid only features. They, way. The guy made them look primitive. Like let's be honest, they looked like they were like they, they literally looked like they were on a different planet. Like they 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 had no clues. Going the, we, on. the weird thing was here's the, the, here's the, the I don't have an issue with it if it's you make so everyone random. look goofy. It's so he, random. <laughs> here's the thing: Pioli and Spalletti looked a little bit stupid in the cartoon as well. But they look like evil geniuses. There's a lot like of people. That, there's heads, a lot of people like that are even listening to this. Have no idea what we're speaking about. I don't know. I guess go to Twitter. Did, did I fucking? Did I like it? Did you retweet Ma- it? No, did but you? make it the cover of this episode. Uh, I don't want or is that to. No, I don't. No, I don't want to because out of context. No, out of out of it's probably get out of out of context. It looks like I'm condoning something that people <laughs> are mad at. I'm not gonna do it. But like, if you've ever seen like the Tang Tang. Uh, cartoons, the way they would draw the African guys. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. kind of like that. It's bad. Kind of like that. Not as bad, but similar, similar energy. It, it was it, there. Were, there were some hues of Jim Crow. The problem is, yeah, again, you, you can't, you can't. I would. It's a bad time to be a cartoonist right now. If you want to draw black guys, you got to really reconsider the way you do it. Because here's a fact of the matter, right? Fact of the matter is, you know, people have different features in different parts of the world, right? They do. Like, 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 Raphael happens to have large lips. He does. He has, he has big, he has big lips. There's nothing wrong with that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of exaggerated for the post, but you know, because he happens to be a black guy, it looks a little bit fucked up. Like they also exaggerated Pioli's features and Spalletti's features, but they, I don't know, they did it a little bit differently. And now here we are, fucking art critiquing, uh, you know, breaking down the nuance Pio, of the Pio, cartoon. If Pio, you're gonna Pioli do it, if you're drawn if, looking like they had a brain and that they knew what was going on around them. It's true. Um, it, it, uh, this. Uh, funny story. The, the racial was, undertones were a little <laughs> fucked up, bro. But the problem is, if you have to fucking justify it, that's when it gets a little bit weird. Funny you know what story. I, mean? I, I recently no, not just if you have to if you have to explain it, if you have to kind of like even debate it, if you have to kind of say, oh, this feels a little bit off. It just feels off, right? It feels like, eh, like okay, this. You, you wonder. You wonder. Makes you wonder who the fuck drew it. Like, 
Sam, like, but, I, I but, recently, Sam, but, I recently... But it feels like something that was done to be provocative. That's all. Like, it feels like he, the guy knew what he was doing and he's like, oh, I'm going to do this. What? what? I'm just an artist. You know so, I mean? so recently, I was, I was telling somebody um, about when the Serie A decided to uh, go with the ever-famous anti-racism campaign. So someone, someone that had no context at all really about, I guess, even racism and football and... And within, I guess, specifically within. Italy I actually like that. In retrospect, the the idea was. But I, I we're was, all monkeys. I haven't even said it yet. You you just so. No, but everyone knows what just you're talking about. Just right? explaining it to them, they were like lost for words. Like who, who, what the who, who, fuck? Who are you explaining who, it to? Who just someone? Someone at work? Like guys just, at work? Like, just, like just a chick, a girl? No, not just a sports. Just a guy. Okay, and he's not in the sports. Sports fan, yeah, sports fan, and just but he has like, no idea about the cultural nuance in Europe and European no, football. No, fucking like, Canadian, uh, okay. Canadian sports fan. You know. Just blown away. Just blown away with the fact that someone thought it was a good idea to hang the pictures of three monkeys on the here's wall what it is. after, after the, players that were being chanted monkey. Like, yeah, we, we've discussed this years ago, sure. We'll discuss it again because it's one of my in, favorite in, things in the to most, discuss. In the, in the most idealistic oh. world, everyone looks at these pictures. We are all monkeys. We all stem from monkeys. We are the same. But, the problem but in is, reality, nobody's thinking that. So that's the, no, the, problem, that's is, the problem. The problem is people see monkeys... And it's provocative. People see that and they think this feels. It's it, especially with context. It's a little with fresh. Context that it's a little fresh. The, the campaign was stemming from a monkey chant. It was a little fresh, you know. <laughs> it was a little fresh, considering that people still. The guy was before his time. Consider, before his time. Considering that people still throw bananas, uh, you know, in recent years, people have thrown bananas at black players. The, you know, the banana boat joke, the slave, the slave joke, the banana boat joke. The fact that that's going on, it's it. This is. The temerity to that I artist was the first time. I respect time. the temerity to have done it, um, but here's what happens, dude. I, this is what this is. This is what happens when you fucking turn the, turn the, turn the fucking. What's the expression? You uh, you fucking ha- you have the kooks running the asylum, right? When you when your marketing campaign is turned over to the artist, that's not a good idea. That's not if you give an artist too much carte blanche. That's no bueno. That's not. It's fucking not good because he's gonna do something meta. He's gonna do something like that. He's gonna try to go too deep. And you know what? It, it, people tend to miss the point. Listen, how good a lot, they, a lot of art isn't. A lot of art isn't appreciated until decades later. Van Gogh died broke and thinking that he was. Uh, I think he. I think he killed himself. Did he not? I've, I think so. But how good would the how good would the would the reveal have been if the the officials of the league were like like you said they were telling this artist. You know what? Do whatever you want. Do what you want. Paint a masterpiece. We don't care. And then it's like they're they're standing up at the podium ready to unveil it. And it's, and it's covered is, with a cloth. And then they pull it down. Yeah. And then they turn around. And they're like, what the fuck? The problem is artists, <laughs> artists have too much. Um, artists have too. They're, they're, they're a little bit pretentious. They're a little bit fucking pretentious, and they like to push boundaries. And what they're ten- what they tend to want to do is get people to talk and get attention. They to take their heat work. checks. They're like, "What can I get away with? What so, can I do here?" No, it was a great idea. The problem is again, just it was the not. Temer- a great, it was not a. Great. It was a great. No, it was because you know, in principle, because the, what, 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 what implies great. great idea was the timing of when it happened too. It was a fucking terrible idea. The, the concept, was the con- great. yeah, the concept maybe the okay, message, but it was fair. a terrible fucking idea. <laughs> that's fair. It's a terrible idea. Well, because again, it's just, it's, again, it's just the fact that anyone had the temerity to even just bring bring monkey back into the discussion. <laughs> it's just, 
<laughs> but the it's problem, check. but you know what? Here's the problem. Here's the problem with doing it the other way. No one thinks about it. No one notices it. And it just looks like another token thing, like wearing an armband when somebody dies. Yeah. At least we got people talking. Yeah. What are you going to do, bro? Do you see, by the way, do you see that? Uh, fuck it. I forgot to ask you. Do you see that Conor McGregor was saying he wants to buy Chelsea? Yeah, I did see that. The guy's gonna have to find a lot of investors. I, I actually, I saw, I saw someone reply to him trolling. They're like, uh, "You're gonna have to 10x your net worth because I think he's like 200 worth 200 million USD or something like that." That's gonna, it's gonna get you a minority stake. In but Chelsea. how crazy is it that he's actually selling it, bro? That Abramovich is actually selling it. Is I, it that crazy given what's going on? Are, are you just saying like because he's owned it for just so the state? Just no, just the state of things. I, I don't know. It's. It's 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 wild to me that he would even be in a position where he would have to do that. Just I I, I makes Isn't me wonder, football funny though. Like I think, like, but I think a lot of Russian business people are like in a position now where they have to where they're being squeezed out. No, but football is funny in the sense that you know, like PSG and Man City killed football, right? And then you have this Russian oligarch who. I don't know, obviously, like like so much about him, but you can you can look up his name, type in the word controversy next to his name, and let's just say a, a few people probably died under Abramovich, whatever businesses and shady deals. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, just look, look up like whatever business, whatever companies he's he's dealt with, like. But it's just like what a tragedy, you know. Abramovich loves the club, whatever. Russian oligarch who, who fucking knows what this guy's done. This guy's helping, trying to do organize peace talks between Ukraine and 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 Russia. And look how that went, first of all. But uh, just like, oh, how sad. Didn't how, he also? I, I know. I know someone who's a huge Chelsea fan who was like on the verge of like crying that that he was like selling the club. Didn't he also? Have something I, I, maybe to do maybe with, I'm just um, naive. I'm just yeah, like, why, like, how do you care that much? Didn't Abramovich home? have something to do with? Um, just pay it, checks, pays the checks. Yeah, but di- didn't he have something to do with peace talks um, in Israel or something? Or am I, have, I, making, I, no am I making that up? I have no. Am I making that up? Let me look that up. Real it's just quick. funny how it's like, oh, PSG and PSG and 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 Chal- and uh, yeah, no, sorry, PSG and Man City killed football money, whatever. And then, oh, how sad this Russian maybe trillionaire because God knows what they have undisclosed, undisclosed right? Like. How sad. Peace he talk. Hey, club. He's loved it since why, 2004. Why did, I, why did I think that? Sad. Russian and Belarus assisted. Oh, don't. Holy shit. <laughs> no, I, I, think it's, I, think it's the, I think it's the Ukraine shit that he was. Uh, that he was yes, that's what you alluded to. That's what I just to. said, yeah. Um, Assisting negotiations. That's wild. Well, look how that went out. He has a lot on his plate, I guess. I hope he wasn't negotiating transfers. What, at Chelsea? Yeah. He hasn't been negotiating. Here's the thing. He's kind of been out of it for a while. Wasn't he banned from the club for some time? I don't know. Yeah, well, and, and, and then he's not controversial. <laughs> I think he was banned for a while. I, I think he know. turned I over. I don't know much about him. I don't know. Something. It's that, that chick. That, maybe he that saw that. Maybe he saw the, he saw the, the new now, he saw the new UEFA rules being passed next year where you're not allowed to stockpile guys and throw them out on loan. And he's like, fuck it. I'm out. Dude. Um, That's my business model. Oh, man. So, so let me ask you a last question here because I'm – Fucking curious. I've been meaning to ask you this for a while. What's the longest you think you could stay in Vegas um, and not die? Now, die is hyperbolic. Uh, I was going to say, like spiritually, no, just, just, literally. Uh, before you're dead inside. How long would you be able to stay in Vegas before it broke you? Before you'd have to get out? Not much, lo- not much longer than I stayed. So how long were you there? Three nights? Three nights, yeah. Flew in on a Friday night. 
like, like if I didn't told sleep, you, didn't sleep that night. Woke up really early the next day. They barely slept that night either. And then now, if Sunday. you paced yourself, if you had like but you chicken, that's the problem. chicken you can't, and, you can't, and baked potato you and, can't, and, you and, can't. And, and salad, you can't. Instead of Popeyes chicken and In and Out burger, would that have been better? Would you have been able to pace yourself a little bit more if you had set units? Like if I told Sam, you I'm you going to Vegas for ten days. <laughs> Good luck. How bad? Like is every, is everyone there on a heater? Well, because no. So that's the, the thing, thing, right? Like. Uh, like I was actually talking to our Uber driver on the way to the airport about this, just because I'm just curious. You know, like people obviously go there on business, right? These 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 gambling companies in the U.S. are massive, right? They don't only operate in Las Vegas, right? There's there's states that have legal gambling, or they obviously MGM, Caesars, all these companies are, will own casinos there, right? But right. but obviously Las Vegas is kind of where like they're actually Caesars might be headquartered in New Jersey. I'm not sure, but like obviously a lot of business goes down there. So he was saying he's like, yeah, Monday to Friday. Sure, of course. Like Vegas never sleeps, right? Like there's always going to be tourists. There'll be a tourist that flies in on a Tuesday and you'll leave on a Friday morning, right? There's no real, there's no real. Oh, everyone comes in on the Friday and they leave. It doesn't really work like that. But in terms of there being business, like that doesn't happen over the weekend. Like it does happen, like during the week. I mean, fuck. One of my friends' dads is in Vegas this week on business. Like actually, when I got when I came home yesterday, he was uh, he was there. Um, but. Uh, Imagine right. if, if, we're, if we're if we're removing that because that's not obviously what you're talking about, right? That's not well, no, sure. I, I if just, you're there, I if you're there on business, sure, you'll go and you'll make sure that you'll go to a specific. No, if restaurant you were there on a heater, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so if imagine, you're there on a heater, what you're like, saying is impossible. Imagine if you have a residency impossible. there and you're living there, but you're not on people. a heater. You're on uh, residency is business, that's right? True. That's so, true. Yeah. so that's my point. If you're saying you're going there to have fun, like you're just going to drink, like, bro, yeah, four days maybe, like not even, like I. Sam, like I slept, I got a regular night's sleep last night and I woke up fucking exhausted today. Like, like I was at work, like my voice was shot. People were like, yo, are you okay? Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy, dude. It's, what, what was it's not sustainable to me, living. It's not, what was astounding it's to not me was sustainable that, living. what was astounding to me was that your friend had, your friend, our friend, someone, the, the guy we know, um, well, well We'll uh, we'll spare him his dignity. Uh, like after oh, bottomless mimosas, like eight or nine in, uh, he he decided to pick up one of those like fucking like fifty ounce daiquiris, and he's wandering around Vegas, stumbling and mumbling and bumbling. And these you sent me these these videos or these pictures of these two these two chicks dressed like cops, like stripper cops, like they you know like kind of the way that chicks dress for cops on Halloween, who um accosted him, knowing full well that he was uh. You know, incapacitated. He was incapacitated. That he, say, was, that he was, that he was a good say, target, I guess. And they uh, they pulled him aside. They started his eyes like were fuck, crossed. Yeah, they, they started spanking him with like uh, on the on the on the back on the on the back of the, yeah, not one of those single file whips. A, you know the ones that have like the with a paddle. L- l- with, yeah, kind of like when you're, when, you're at like an, when you're at like an immigrant restaurant, the thing that kind of separates like the dining room yes, from the yes, kitchen, yes, like, yes, like yes. with all those things the going beads, down. Like, beads, like, yeah, like that, like that. Yeah, well, Smack you're in an immigrant house right now. We that. have that. We have that to go outside in the summer. So, go. yeah, they they fucking handcuffed him, and uh, by the way, they, they they charged him. They took two pictures with him. Charged him <laughs> I think eighty a few US more. dollars. Maybe, maybe a few more. But charged yeah. him eighty U.S. dollars, <laughs> which he paid. Now, first of all, if you do that to me, didn't remember. If you do that to me, that he, he didn't remember. Uh, vaguely. Holy yeah, fuck. Vaguely. So, so they really, so they really picked their moment. Well, if you do that to me, bro, I would like, I would. Uh, here's the thing, I. I 
I'm a friendly drunk, but if you try to fuck with me when I'm drunk, I will tell you, I will call you a cunt. If you try to, if you try, if you claim that I have some, that I have some financial obligation to you, I will run. I don't care. Now, here's what was most disappointing. First of all, uh, not attractive. If I can allow no. my, like, not attractive. Yeah, now, no. here's the thing. This would only, this only works with women. Okay, you could be a six on ten woman, not even dressed scantily, and you can get away with that shit if a guy's drunk enough. You could be a ten on ten guy who looks like Magic Mike. Okay, I could, I could, you know, I, I could, I could be out on the fucking street. I could. I could be, you know, like an approaching women that I think are a little bit desperate and that are a little bit tipsy. They still wouldn't pay. You'd ask, they'd say, oh, no, no. They have resolve. Men don't have resolve. We have no balls when it comes to that shit as a, as a species. But what was most shocking to me was as all of this is going on, I noticed that in all the pictures and all the videos, people are just walking by. People Sam, are just walking I, I'm, by. So, I'm so happy you brought that up. Nobody's even turning their head. You know, like if something crazy is happening in downtown, wherever the fuck you are. I'm you, screaming you might in the turn video your too. Head I'm not, and not just screaming. Like, you might rubberneck a little bit. No rubberneck. Yeah. People just, I, like, I, I was ahead. loud too. Like uh, Screaming is not the right word, but like, you know, woo, whatever. Like fucking filming, <laughs> filming this all happening, freaking pissing myself. Like there was, I saw people face plant like drunk on the sidewalk. People are just walking around it, like like it's just like like it's roadkill. Just walk, ro- walking another, around. Another day in paradise. Like 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 two hobos screaming at each other at the top of their lungs, just walking. You know, just walk. I've Nolan realized that Bats I've become I've become immune to that sort of shit, that sort of thing. I become impervious to 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 the to the shit to the to 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 the level of of of, of degeneracy. That, that is life in the big city because, I mean, I've seen shit in Montreal metro stations and subway stations, and I just Downtown make a point. Downtown, too. We'll take it full I, circle. I make a point. I make a point of fucking never looking. I just, I just look straight. And that's why when people fucking come – remember in The Sopranos when that girl goes from fucking Montana or whatever state she's from to Columbia University? She goes out with Meadow. She's her roommate. And she sees a woman like with newspaper – uh, for underwear, and she's like newspaper scarred. up her ass. Yeah, exactly. And she's like traumatized. The girl has like a fucking yeah. mental breakdown. That's just that's just reality, man. It's reality. You got to be impervious to that shit. You got to get hard to that shit if you're gonna live in New York City or whatever the fuck. But yeah, you know, that was that was hilarious. And with the, be- the best part about that whole that whole scene was, I felt like I was taking crazy pills at first. I was like, am I am I seeing this right? The woman, the woman who was supposed to be this this. <laughs> This this purported you know sex goddess this 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 creature of allure, you know, this siren just sucking men in to her vice grip, and draining them of of you know eighty bucks for for thirty seconds of work. She wasn't even she didn't even have her ass out, bro. She had leggings on hey, it was dead with de- a thong it was, painted it on degrees. it, kind of like when dudes wear those t-shirts with a bow tie. And a tux. It was like the bottom half of a morph suit. <laughs> and you could see the stitching on it. Dude, it was cold, And I zoomed man. in on it because I was like, is that is that the flattest butt I've ever seen in my life? What the fuck? That looks like a granny ass. I zoomed in on it. Yeah, it was, it was Dude, ridiculous. It was cold outside. They got to walk the streets for hours. That's fair. That's fair, bro. Maybe they were Under Armour. Maybe they were like... Dry fit like thermo technology, but like who are you fooling? Anyway, I thought that was unreal. Listen, buddy, I'm happy you had a nice time. I, I'd love to fucking go back. Uh, I'd love with you, or I'd love to go uh, to Vegas at some point if you can handle it. Uh, but I'm a little, I'm a little fucking. I don't know, man. Like I, I, I'd, I'd probably like bring some IVs with me or something. I don't know. I'd bring liquid IV. I, I do what I have to do. I, I pedia later. I'm going to war. Yeah, exactly. 
it's a, it's a place, man. It's you gotta brace yourself when you go in. You just gotta know it's not gonna be it's not gonna be the healthiest of weekends. What do you want to go out to? Um, we uh, went into Shouse. By the way, so I was saying at the top of the pod, it can might, I say something? I, I don't know One if this gets thing. in, but dude, they're huge in Greece because you said it sounded Greek. By the way, in Well, Shouse is is Shouse is is massive. Globally, not just in Greece. I mean, really? Because I'd only heard about them in Mykonos and Santorini love, last year. Love tonight. Yeah, that was like bumping everywhere. In that, that was like the anthem in Mykonos. It's, I don't know. It's played throughout the world. Last point I wanted to make before just wrapping up here, I wanted to insert one little uh, tidbit, one little cultural tidbit. I need to insert a little Milan bias tidbit right here. Uh, I just for remember the last time that I was on, for whatever reason, I just feel like I was beating a dead drum, a dead drum, beating a dead horse. I, was, I just mixed up two, two sayings there. Beating the dead horse of, about Stefano Pioli and how he was maximizing, maxing every fucking, taking a wet cloth and fucking wringing it until there's no more, not even a drop of water coming out left with the squad that he had. I think that was probably two years ago. I don't even fucking know. And all I have to say is, man's still fucking doing it. And this guy is, I know like in the uh, microsphere of like people that discuss culture, like especially like on Twitter and stuff, like sure, like people are maybe praising him, but just what he's doing in football in general, it's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. You you just look at the the players, the squad that he has to his disposal. Of course, there's some great. We have some great players on the on, on in the club right now, and it's it's growing. But this guy is so disrespected. This the this the, for Milan fans, some that are irrational, right? When points were dropped to Spezia, points were dropped to Salernitana, right? Not not excusable, but purely out. He's not the guy for the job. Just those are to me those are fake fans. Just to see what what he came into, and what Milan is right now, and the resources he has, like you know, cheap short pockets really too. Like guys, one of the most disrespected coaches I think in Europe, like right now personally. I think like I think we're, I think we're gonna look back on the Milan team in three years uh, when. Maybe a lot of them are elsewhere or not, but let's take it down the line. And in eight years, we'll look at this Milan team and yeah. say, holy shit, look at that squad. Look, Maybe, had, I ho- hopefully. They, hopefully. Had, they had Rafael Leao, they had Sandro Tonali, they had Teo Hernandez, and a lot of them might move on. Some of them might stick around and they well, might... Well, Teo Hernandez of, just signed a massive contract. He did, but I'm saying down the line, if you look back at like, I don't know, when you look back at like the Monaco team five years ago, whatever, if you look back at... You know, just the the Porto team in two thousand four. Yeah, but this is terrible comparison. If you look back at no, but dude, dude, if you look if you look back at the uh, Porto and Monaco were never clubs that kept players, right? It was never it was never about that, right? Regardless, look, look. What what I would say is Leandro Jardim at at Monaco a few years ago had Bernardo Silva. He had Timoe Bakayoko. He had Kylian Mbappe. He had Fabinho. Um, You know, he he had a fucking solid side from top to bottom but we didn't know it really that well then because bernardo silva wasn't bernardo silva yet he hadn't made the jump up to one of the best clubs in the world and so on uh right fabinho likewise 
Uh, eventually, it went to shit, and and he got fired. They brought him back in, I think, and it didn't go very well. No, it didn't. How much of it, you know, is, how much of it is down to the coach? How much of it is down to the players? How much of it is just, you know, what sometimes, like it's dynamite, you know, like like just lightning, oh, lightning too, strikes. That's too, that's too simple of a that's too simple of a take top. Well, we don't have to go, we don't have to go down a whole discussion. It was just one thing I wanted to add. He, he, he's a good guy. They seem I, to but, like him. And they seem to respond. I think well. this is his moment, right? Is everyone, everyone would say, right, and I, including you. I remember you saying it, and and all the all the other skeptics, right, hashtagging purely out the day that he got hired, right? Oh, like you know, he he always does this in January or. Oh, it never worked out with Inter. Never worked out with Lazio. And you just right. It's when when does when does that stop? Well, he's right? got a good thing going. When now. does that stop? I no, but I just and I think he's finally yeah. turned the page, and like if if and when one day he does leave Milan, like I like look like I don't think it, where he it goes becomes like a shit him. coach again or something like that. Well, right? I, no, but I, what do you mean? That's by just shit? my opinion. Here's the thing. I think where it's it goes bad for him is if you know, fucking. If Everton signs him seven years down the line, for example, after like, you know, eight years at the helmet Milan, I think that's where it might go awry. I think his yeah, well, niche, we're, talk, we're talking hypothetical. Of course right we are, now. but I'm, I think I'm talking I about think, what's happening. Yeah, right yeah, now. no, for sure. But he's not a young coach. He's not an old coach either. But I think if he, I think the best bet, what you hope, what you should hope for, I think, as a Milanista, and we'll talk about them a little bit here. I know we didn't talk about a lot of other calcio and, um. You know, I, I I know that wasn't really the, the energy here. But they are in first place. It was a big fucking win for them at the weekend. So I will just say this. I think uh, Pioli is, I think, going to continue to have success as long as he kind of has control of the environment. You know what I mean? Who comes in, who goes out, what the squad needs. Because if he loses a key player, he knows, okay, well, he brought this. We need this. Um, That's my I point. Like, he, right. He, but, but it's his ship now, which is good because he survived the first year. Surviving the first year or two is big when you're at a large club. Now, the leash is always kind of short, but it gets longer if you have sustained success over time um, and if you've kind of built a project. So I think his biggest bet to kind of like leave a mark on football, uh, European football, Italian football, world football, is if he is successful wins a couple of trophies at Milan over the next decade oh, and dude, I think if, if he, he if he just but if he's a dynasty one, if he if, just wins one he's a legend yeah already. but well 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 he Milan's is. supposed to win titles right I don't know if I would but say I know a legend, but, the, but the point is that we haven't in he'll so be long well regarded he for sure the first yeah one but I think if so. he's if he's a if he is a, a tenured coach kind of like Allegri was at Juve or kind of like just burp there that was disgusting that was uh, no hiding. <laughs> that, was, that was actually shocking. These mics are too hot. That was hot. actually... What are you going to do? Um, I had to blink then. People so, can't see that. I, to, I, I so, pulled a hard blink But there. like, oh, uh, I don't know, like like Pep Guardiola at Man City. Style. Pep Guardiola has been in Man City for a while, you know. He's a tenured coach there. He's kind of become a... He's become, he's become a mainstay there. I think we'll look back at his time at Man City and say that was one of the, you know, the key... Things that marked his career. Obviously, coaching at Barcelona, I think, was will be will always be the biggest. Bayern Munich will be looked at a little less favorably. Overall, will be looked at a little bit more as a gray area in terms of how successful he was. But I think if Pioli can again stick around, make fuck, maybe another fucking like five years, if he could survive any sackings and he can kind of be relatively you know successful and consistent, then I think it doesn't really matter what happens after. He'll always have those five years, those six, seven years, that period of time when he turned it around and he was at the helm, you know? Uh, so he was probably always a good coach, 
you know, is he as good a coach as you might think? Uh, as, you know, the guy coaching a team potentially to a Scudetto for the first time in 10 years? Maybe not, because he does have a good team. And again, if he had one of the sides of a few well, years no, ago, he might have been a victim you, of that same system and that same you're cycle. away from the but point being that he's while, always he, while probably he does been, have a lot of talent, my point is that he's been working with a lot with limited resources. You know, I don't so, know if he survives in the Mirabelli just, era, for example. Saying. But like, I think he also was always maybe a bit unlucky because we're seeing oh, now. We're just getting, now we're just we're just talking on hypotheticals here, whatever. That's not the point I was trying to make. He would have succeeded here. He would have. My point is that he is now. Like, I yeah. my my point is, I think he has turned a page. I've. It just feels like we're kind of in a time warp between technical issues and this and that and now even just me i just i, I just remember banging that drum by the uh, way you also the said you also said on. last pod you also said you were going to start a gambling segment we did uh, i knew this was going to happen i didn't say anything no, i did got busy three segments and uh, i have what well, to be fair i actually don't gamble i don't i don't gamble anymore like, oh, that, that's fine you sh- it would have been a, it's too bad you stopped the segment because you went to fucking vegas how epic that would have been but hey hey that first segment you did though that was killer that was killer. You yeah, had was. music, and I fucking, you and edited I, it, and, I, and as soon as you did that, I was like, uh, and then you said, you know, like, this will be a good first one just to get people in. I don't know if it's always going to have the same level of, like, production quality, and right there when you open that door, I was like, yeah, we're never getting this again. We're never getting that again. No. But, you know, you're still welcome back whenever you want to just slam your dick didn't, on the didn't table need, and didn't just come, need, come back into Didn't need help hitting record on it, though, unlike today. That's true. That's true. No, it is good to have you back, man. We had some technical oh, issues God. out the gate. It was like uh, it was, it was it like was, I never it was left. A nice little throw between bro. starting an hour and a half late, between between stuff not working. Remember the I, lost tapes? Good days, good times. We had two lost tapes too. And man, never again. I, I I think I lost I lost God. fucking years off my life that night, dog. That was brutal. We did a we did an hour forty five. That's pretty long for you and I, bro. I know we've guessed we tend to go a little bit longer, but. Uh, no, this was good, bro. I appreciate you coming back on. I appreciate you sharing the experience in Vegas. Dude, I'm happy you survived, bro. Uh, 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 man, like, I'm telling you, bro, you're spot on, though, with your whole, your, whole, your whole spiel about Vegas being, like, the epitome of everything that is North America. But uh, point to a fucking mecca of, of, of excess in any given area. And I will show you a culture. Yeah. Okay? Vegas, that's the fucking U.S. right there. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell. 100%. Atlantic City on a micro, like like on show a micro level. Like show aliens, right? Aliens come down yeah. to earth, right? You show them Vegas. Atlantic, you show them AC. That's the fucking East Coast right there. That's New Jersey. That was fucking run by the mob for a while. That's where Paulie Gualtieri was going down when he wanted to get away from shit. Okay? Show me fucking Mykonos and that's the European excess. That is where they go when they want to just spend stupid money and just look European with their fucking lip injections. Now listen, lip injections exist in Vegas. They exist in Miami. They exist in every fucking place that's like this. But in Mykonos, you tend to get this weird vibe where it's distinctly European in the pritziness. Okay? You want to show me the fucking excess of the Arab world? You show me Dubai. You show me Dubai. Vegas is that of the uh, uh, fucking the US of North America. It is the pinnacle of excess. And uh, yeah, and arguably the world, right? Yeah, in a lot of ways, and it's the uh, it's going to be incorporated into uh, into this uh, into the title of this episode somehow. Regardless, buddy. So so what, thanks what for we, having me, man. Yeah, what are we going Keep. out? What are we going out to? I was gonna say I was gonna say before you cut me off, I was saying fucking, it was it was it was a little bit of a different vibe. Like 
it, it, it felt like uh, I don't know. It felt like a, it felt like a fucking rave in Berlin or something. Like a German, like a German. Um, I don't know. Like a German music fest or something. You're telling me that Shouse is worldwide. I really thought they were like a European phenomenon that not a lot of people knew about until that hit last year. Well, yeah. No, no. Like, that was my point. Who are we going out they're, to? They're global. They've been global after that hit. How about, how about you? Uh, I won't gatekeep. How about you just throw at us one of your, uh, one of your, old, uh, one of your older, you know, like a couple year old Italian uh, nah. trap songs of choice? No, I don't listen to that shit anymore. It's pretty trash. <laughs> uh, That's what I told you when you started listening to it and saying this slaps. I was like, well, respectfully. It, it, not, it's, sla- not slaps. It's just, it's. It's, it's it's bopping music, you know. Um, let's go with "Turn Back Time" by Diplo. Let's let's go out because you know turning back time here. Let's how's, go with that. How specific? Okay, we're all turning right. back time right now. Listeners, much love to you all. Thanks for tuning in. Catch us on all platforms at Cultural Podcast, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Check us out at Cultural Podcast. If you're listening on iTunes or Apple, whatever the fuck it's called, rate us please. It helps us out. Um, and yeah, man, share this shit. You know. Um, if you, uh, if you're, if you're back for, <laughs> if you're back for Gentiletti, welcome back. I hope you stick around. I don't know if you're, you, you, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of people, man, that, that have been telling me I got to bring Pino back and I got to bring back the traditions. You know, Pino D'Angelo's gone. I don't know if, I don't know if you know that. Uh, I feel like you told me that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. But no, uh, disrespect. It's cool. It's cool to have you back, man. It makes me realize what a, what a nice, what a nice little, you know, 180. This whole thing is done, and it's uh, it was a nice little throwback. You're always welcome back on any time. It's always a that. pleasure, bro. And uh, listeners, we love you all. Okay, so until next week, we'll catch you soon. Till next Wednesday, be good. Ciao.